Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Welcome, everybody, to Core. This is Core. We talk about video games, the industry that makes them, and some of the stuff we're playing, and a lot of other stuff as well. That's what we do here on Core. Core, the premier video game show of the Frog Pants Network. I'm happy. I'm comfortable saying that. Don't tell Dunaway. I'll get pissed. I'll get all mad because the indies aren't front and center. But don't worry. Don't worry, Brian Dunaway. Those games are great, too. Don't worry. Anyway, we're back. Uh, it's good yeah, to be here. I get here. jealous sometimes of the games on there. I know, right? There's some cool stuff in the indie indie world. I just love that there's just much stuff to talk about. And uh, the the new change of focus on the instance lets me talk about topics and, and big issues there that we've never done before. For example, today we talked about content warnings and whether those are uh, working as intended or if they actually do the opposite of what they're intended for. And we look at lots of examples and we talk about that new boyfriend dungeon, which was all in the news because of that. But we look at a lot of stuff like, Hey, call of duty. will let you opt out of this airport. Shoot em up scene. If you don't want to see it, or you can be in there, just don't shoot anybody. Or if you do shoot people, that's on you. So there's our content warning. Like, do those work? Do those just drive people? You're trying to warn to try it does it help kids avoid problems does it help parents at all like those kinds of issues we go deep into that today so go check Did you that guys out. cover the crime against humanity that is the uh verbal tagline peggy 18 oh yeah peggy 18 well they, I, only- I, uh, they could just they, they couldn't find <laughs> a worse way to say that like <laughs> i hate it i was like what it's the brits man They're like it's, this is great it's perfect the, it's the like, british ugh. anytime the british 18. have to do stuff it's I, like you know it's got it's it crosses borders boundaries cultures it's worse yeah. no matter who or what made it and is listening to it. i wonder if over there they don't like it when our er esrb goes um what does ours say uh rated m for mature yeah rated m for mature 
Like, I wonder if that bugs them. I don't know. Hey, Europeans, write oh, in. T- tell us. Does it bug you? Because it sounds like it's a cool guy that smokes cigarettes inviting you to go, like, uh, hang out with him and drink beers behind the yeah. convenience store. Peggy. Rated M for mature. Come have some beers with me behind the... the <laughs> But uh, when the other guy uh, goes, Peggy, 18, March. and you're like, Peggy, come yeah, on. Peggy, man. 18. Yeah. Like, Lame. No, I'm kind of with you. <laughs> I don't like it either. But we had a really good discussion, and uh, in particular, I really like Jocelyn's take on a bunch of these issues. So if you want to hear that uh, broader discussion, go check that out at theinstance.net and see what we're doing with that thing over there right now. Okay, time for this. Some interesting topics of the week here on CORE. Oh, and, I, and we know we're a day late. We apologize to listeners at home who didn't get the notice, but uh, we're, we're here and you got a show this week. Okay. 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 Uh, China. Let's talk about China. You know China? You're familiar with China and their whole deal? <laughs> they, Hello, China. They, yep. they exist as a country. <laughs> uh, they got stuff. It's a whole deal. Yeah. It's a place you can just easily sum up and uh, very simple. One, one word answers. You, you know everything you need to know about China. Where did I put the Hello China? I have a Hello China clip, but I moved it. Hello, oh, China. Here it is. Hello, China. Uh, bl- bl- ex-Blizzard CEO. <laughs> Hello, China. He's uh, super into China. Anyway. Um, Does it work with other countries? Could Mike Morham say, hello, Kazakhstan? Probably. Like well, it depends on whether there's a burgeoning, um, growing game concern in the country of, uh, of, of interest, right? Well, then he lots would. Lots and lots of money. Yeah, and lots and lots of money. What did what did Wolf Wolfgang Wolfhart or whatever his name is on The Simpsons say that he how he sleeps at night? Oh, he goes, "How do you sleep at night?" And he goes, "On top of big piles of money with many beautiful ladies, or the other way around." <laughs> anyway, that's the video game business for you. Uh, so anyway, hello, money. Yeah, hello, money. Um, so we are. Uh, we got this news when I first heard this news. I just went, "Oh man!" If I was a kid in China. Either I'm pissed or I'm finding ways around everything, like VPNing my way to justice. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing in China if I'm a kid right now. But the rules are that if you're under 18 years of age, you get one hour per day between 8 a.m. and 9 p.m. And that's it. That's your you get no more than that. This is the government telling them that that's all they get. Uh, this isn't, you know, parents saying it, this isn't some group of parents saying, Hey, we're going to all together work on this together. This is the government saying they can't do it and we will enforce it. And the ways they enforce it are various things like, you know, basically they're going to surveil you. And if you're online during that time and they think it's you, then you're screwed. Uh, you probably get like a digital punch card. And if you go over, uh, that's a juvie for you or something. I didn't really look into what Oh, I wonder what punishment was, but I imagine there's some enforcement actions being taken or I don't really know if on boots on the ground, it's like, yeah, yeah, the government's forcing it. Big deal. Yeah. Uh, Or if it's uh, serious business. I would love to know from someone there if this is is not maybe not the word. The word isn't serious, but a lot of times we'll hear something over here and it will rustle up our senses because to us it seems insane that government overreach would reach this level where they're like, you can't, we're going to tell you how many video games you can play during the week. And so that just seems crazy to us. And so it's easy for us to jump to a million conclusions based on limited information, but maybe over there, like you said, boots on the ground, maybe they're like, like, well, alcohol in Canada, you can't drink alcohol younger than 18. 
But, you know, on Canada Day, we've been 16 with alcohol in our hands. The cop doesn't throw us into maximum security. The cop takes the beer, throws it out, and says, don't do that. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's illegal, but, you know. So I just don't know how hardcore it, it is, boots on the ground in China, where it's like, you know, the the police officer just says, please stop playing now. It's time to stop playing. Or, I mean, right. do the parents get ticketed? Like, you're not raising be. your kid right. You're going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like, it could be a household thing where the where the whole uh, yeah. family pays whatever uh, debt happens. Throw the dad in jail. I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. And I would love to know more about it because they haven't been very specific about any of that. The chat room, uh, Sir Whiskey Jack says, why not just ban video games outright? An hour is nothing. That's because there are billions, maybe trillions of dollars on the table in the games market in China alone. Like China is a massive, massive market. And I don't think even a the most restrictive of governments wants that stuff to be gone completely. And by the way, this is only for kids. They're not doing it for adults or anybody else. Yeah, it's not for adults. So, it's, it's for kids. And yeah. I think... I think it specifies video games, I believe, in the article, because, you know, if your kid wants to play chess, then he's welcome to play chess, you know, for I think as long as, you know, there's no regulation, I imagine. I don't know if it's all gaming, because that changes things as well. How about video but game I chess? Think Can it be video game chess? It's pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's video games. Like game, It says gaming hours in the article, I'm, and it's on a video game site. I mean, that's leaving... Video games is mentioned a lot. Limits video game play for minors. Mm-hmm. I think that the point is is that the reason like this article was is interesting to me, or this piece of news is interesting to me, is that like there is an on there's a growing discussion around addiction and video games and like how it can affect behavior. And when it comes to children, that you know, adults who say like, "Well, you do what you like. You're an adult." Yeah. Um, you know, as long as it's legal. But for kids, like, we got to protect them again. Like, they don't drink alcohol because it's bad for their development. Even though, in theory, you could, you know, get drunk. And the parents got to put up with drunk kids or whatever. But beyond that, <laughs> maybe it's it's up to you to raise your own kid. Like, we could do that, but as a society, we don't because it's severe enough. Right. So there's a growing conversation around addiction loops in video games because video games is a pretty unregulated industry and it's a pleasure industry and you know there are addiction problems with all forms of pleasurable activities be it drugs be it you know gambling and and sexual intercourse coitus sure porn porn and, and like they're regulated to various degrees but i mean i've been doing a lot of just looking into the subject of, of addiction on my own, but it was interesting to me because there's a growing conversation in the video game space that uh, gaming, there's a lot of addictive practices in gaming. Yeah. And, you know, while like chess isn't regulated, you know, casino gambling is regulated because of the kinds of loops that even brick and mortar, not talking video games, there's a kind of loop that playing Kai, Kai Pao poker has, uh, versus, you know, playing chess with your buddy, right. right? It's like not not all games are made equal. And in the video game space, we have to start acknowledging that not all video games are made equal and not all benign. And some invite you to a pathway of destruction, whether financial or health or both. And, and maybe this is a bit ham-handed to just say all games. Like a kid should be able to play as much Super Mario Bros. as he wants on the NES. Like don't think it's massively addictive mm. but yeah like genshin impact like maybe not you know like that's it's, this is ham-handed but i think that's just these are just first steps and like if video games are ubiquitous and, and known throughout the world 
we're going to be having the, we have to have these conversations more and more. And we have to like not recoil when people say video games are addictive because, you know, when we grew up, people wanted to take our video games from us because they were stodgy politicians and parenty types that thought they just video games were devilish. And so we react instinctually to be like, ah, leave my video game playing alone. But um, it is a pleasure product and things that deliver pleasure to a human mind are, are, um, uh, it's right for that kind of exploitation by corporate interests. And we, we have to like get over ourselves and admit that we can be compromised in that way with, with video games. Yeah, At least that's my perspective. Also don't and forget, so, don't forget like um, there are countries, quote unquote, free countries or democratic countries like um, South Korea who have similar stuff that just went into effect as well. It's a big problem. I'm not an apologist for most things China does from a, a a government standpoint. Uh, however, it is a problem. Like no matter what, you have to at least try to recognize that they're just not used to nuance and they tend to do things with a big blunt freaking hammer. That's how they do stuff over there. Um, yeah. If anything, I mean, I'm, I guess what I'm yeah. trying to say is I'm in support of it. Like as a pretty vocal China critic, I'm actually in support of this. Yeah. Um, believe it or not. Well, what do you, uh, like, I don't, if you found out of the, where they're doing it and the unnuanced way it is, but, if you, if and you I, found, I hate myself for saying this because I was regulated this way as a kid. Right. I had one hour a week, Monday to Friday, and one hour on the weekend. Yeah, uh, one hour each night, Monday to fr- no, no, one hour from Monday to Friday. I had to pick a day, and that was my hour. And they let me go over like a half an hour or so. And on the weekend, I got, well, I think it was a little more than an hour. I got like a couple hours, like two or three, and that was it. Well, what's good is it it taught you to uh, use moderation as an adult. No, it taught me to sneak. I know, like, I was kidding. Yeah. As somebody oh, right, 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 right. was watching you play Hades last so, night so, as I was about yeah. to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> the point of it is not to teach you moderation because you are going to grow up into an adult and do what you want. And like, if you're going to, you're not allowed to drink beer and you know you turn 18 and that's what you want to do, you're just going to, you're going to do that. Um, I think it's because, you know, someone's responsible for you and you are different during your developmental years. So it's just to make sure you make it to 18 and then your parents can go like, or whatever the age of the thing is in your state or country sure, and say like, all right, I did my best raising you. I put fences on. Now the fences come off, go mess up your life. I, you know, that, that I hope you don't, but that's you, it's you're in control now. Yeah. So, um, you know, looking at it from 40 and, you know, being a kid, like I just didn't, I didn't understand about addiction. I just thought, you know, you're feeling pleasure. Your parents take it away from you. They're stupid and they're dictators. And then politicians do that and they're dictators. And you sort of grow into those beliefs yeah. as an adult. But, um, I mean, I'm learning a lot more about addiction. I'm trying to break the habit of smoking. There's a lot of neuroscience that supports how people can fall into traps. We're all on some spectrum of addiction, whether it's sugar or video games or cocaine or this some fantastic some have new, undesirable results faster than the, others. This new flavor of uh, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Now you might say, Scott, wait, what's the difference between this Co- and Coke Zero? They mm. changed the formula. <laughs> and look, it even says. <laughs> look, look at this. Now, I have one too. That's oh my gosh. The stream yep. brought to you by now Coca-Cola Zero delicious. Sugar. Yeah, and it says now Guys, more delicious, whatever that means. You won't believe this, but in this bottle, <laughs> yeah. water. Ah! Sorry. Oh I my gosh. You're the smart like one. It was going to happen. 
Wow. I just can't let go of the taste. I'm still clinging on with a pinky, but you know, I'm not the smart one. I drank Mountain Dew all day. This is to make up for a day's worth of mistakes. Yeah, so, I don't listen. Uh, my my whole thing with soda these days, and specifically diet sodas or zero sugar sodas, it's the only vice I have left. I have nothing else because I can't drink real sodas because my sugar blood sugar stuff goes all out of whack, and then there's all kinds of new problems. So I have to keep that in check. I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't like a million other vices. Um, I've never, I don't take drugs of any kind. Like I am just like too, I'm, I'm a clean vessel in that way. But mm-hmm. when it comes to this one vice, I got to have my Coke, damn it. Mm-hmm. I have to have yeah. a form I think of it. It's a hard one to kick. The, yeah. the most useful, it's not a definition of addiction, but the use, most useful to, way to phrase it that I've heard in the past year or so is if you wake up in the morning and say to yourself, I'm not going to use today, and then you use whatever it is, you have some degree of a problem. Yeah. Like if in your mind you genuinely, I don't want to have cake today. I don't want to have sugar today. Then you have cake. And then you find yourself having the sugar, even though you intellectually are like, I want to control this. I, like Your ego wants to do things a little differently because it's not necessary to eat these sugary things or whatever it is. Sure. Then you have a, a, a problem. And some stuff's harmless, like playing video games. Like you're sedentary a lot, but no one's looking at me going like, "Holy shit, you're a video game addict. You're gonna die." But you know, we some are more severe, like cocaine addiction. Like, good luck with your life. Like, so I think that's why we don't react as strongly to it, or you're overblowing it. But it, it you know, there are undesirable outcomes, even if it's just accomplishing your goals. Like if you're like, tonight I'm going to write my great novel and you're like, well, time to play Hades for the 50th time. Yeah, I do but that. That's I, I mean, what I do. And there, there a hundred percent is cause oh, I'm dealing with this right now. Um, I might get in trouble for telling this story, but that's fine. Yeah, do it. You gotta uh, do it now. Now my, you have to tell it. <laughs> uh, so, so my, my wife's, uh, dad is in, um, in a, in a hospital right now Yeah. and he's recovering. He's about to get out. He's starting to feel better, but as a result of feeling better, he's bored. And so she got him a tablet to help keep him entertained. And she got him uh, one of those, like, you know, free farm games to play. And it was hooked up to her Amazon account. And next thing she knew, she was missing over $136 from her account. Uh, and gotcha. That's and. and <laughs> She had to call him and tell him to stop. And they're literally fighting with each other right now over a stupid farming game. Like, a a relationship that's been fine, you know, up to this point, now has turned argumentative because, um... Because he he's hooked on this this game. Because the game's exploitative and taking advantage of him. And, you know, he's got a personality that's maybe a little bit prone to it. And... What's the game, by uh, the way? Do you know the game, the title? I don't know. One of the you've probably played it, Scott. It's That's why I'm wondering. Game. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't, but I don't know. I don't know which one. Yeah. Um, I've so never given I'm, a dime I'm not sure, it. but I've never uh, spent a very, dime. It's on not one of Farmville, those, but. but apparently that was why she got it for him was because I guess in the past he had played oh, stuff like Farmville. Oh, he likes. Yeah, he already likes. So uh, we have committed to the idea of before he spends every cent that he owns, we're going to get him a, a switch and Animal Crossing, and just be like, here, it's complete. Game. It's go. not going to ask for additional money. Just play this. Is he an older dude? But. Like doesn't understand this concept, or is it just he's just like super it, into? It? I think he's just got you know a bit of an addictive personality because like she can lay it out for him and be like, "This is how much you spent," but he doesn't see it that way. He's like, oh, "I spent you know, like thirty bucks." 
She's like, no, I know for a fact it was not 30 bucks. Like, I can see the attempt at transactions. It, it definitely affects and, certain people differently. And especially if you are an addict, which I actually put myself, I would call myself an addict. Like, I smoke cigarettes. I want to stop. Can't stop. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, you, you can't. It's hard. Because of the reinforcement of it, you can't stop yourself, even though you want to. And, like, it can, it makes your life suck like not health wise not you find yourself lying to people or bullshitting them you know you're you're shitting on your relationships because you just need this like there's this primal action state where it's like you know if you don't eat mm-hmm. for four days and you see someone with food you don't politely ask them for them you punch them in the face and take their food and you might even eat their arm because you're so hungry <laughs> you're reduced to a primal action state <laughs> You, 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 we were all capable of this. If you starve any one of us to the point of death, like there, I think the Better Call Saul episode was a little bit like that, where they're in the desert starving. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, or he drinks his own pee. But anyways, um, you resort, you revert to the primal action state, and that's like what being an addict's like. Like if they don't get their drug, they get really, they get this desperation, this like pull, and the longer they go without it, the harder it is to manage, and it's a sucky place to be. Well, I'm my sorry drug, to hear your story. My, well, my, apparently, I just typed in the chat "village farming simulator," so I think that means my wife just volunteered that it's called "village farming simulator." Village farming must simulator. be logged in as me. Okay, we'll have to check it out. That's not one I've heard of. Here's the thing, though: I don't well, actually be careful because apparently they want money. Well, I've That's never what spent what I'm, what I'm learning. I've never spent a dime on a farming game of any sort, um, other than one that was like a premium, fifteen bucks, and you just you never pay for anything again. You just play the game. Um, so it is possible to do that. However, I totally get why these games can be and are a problem for, uh, you know, a number of people. And it sounds like, you know, this is definitely one of them. Here's another game I have not spent a dime on, but I can't stop playing it. And it's the stupid lawn mowing thing. Um, <laughs> lawn mo- Yeah, it's called lawn mowing or it's called. I can't be mad because if there's another Hades, I'd be playing it too, probably. Yeah, you probably like, would. Oh my God. But this thing is called, it's called it's literally just mowing that's the name i've talked about this on the show before um mowing. and they just started I like that he has a what is that called again um he's got a fez fez that's it which i, mean, I unlocked but i did it without spending any money um here's the thing they just launched a fall update today which means fall colors leaves are falling um i got a wooden version of my mower <laughs> like the grass gets just a little bit shitty yep i i saw a chest with three hours on it can you pay to speed up that timer you can but if you just use the if you if you've earned the ingrained game currency just from playing it you just unlock them when you have it uh i assume there are people out there that can't wait and they just want to keep spending. right that, see that's the that's thing exactly is we it. need games that don't offer the option because we don't trust the willpower right. that that right. won't be the yeah. road. Right. It's it's, it's, like, it's unfair, unfairly punishing to someone who can control that impulse. Let's mm-hmm. say Scott, who it, it sounds to me that you have a very not addictive person. Mm-hmm. I, not I say in this that case. because yeah. I've never, you know, you play a lot of games. You seem to have balance. Uh, you seem to get your responsibilities done. You raise kids. Like you don't seem very compromised in that way. But for someone who is, it's like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And know? I, and I ah. should make this clear. My, if there's an addiction for me, it's the overall, like, I love everything about this business. I want to play every game I can. I want to see everything. I want, oh, you're going to give me codes? Sweet. I'll take 10 of those codes. Let's see these things. And I'll play them. And I'll talk about them. And I love them. And some of them really get me and drag me in and keep me for a long time. But this the gotcha concept is 
lost on me. I don't understand. I, I don't understand how people go for it. <laughs> like, and so that's, it's, it, again, it's that's like, me. It's like neural pathways. Though. Like right. you don't derive pleasure from it. Like, I think it's just like, it's like a path, you know, in a grass, if everyone walks in the same area, a pathway gets sort of, it becomes dirt where the path is and there's grass all around. Yeah. Like people who have those addiction tendencies, like that's how the neuron, like neurons work. Right. Like it's just, it's, oh, that's the path. Like it's just, you know, and you're like not compromised in that way. Yeah. It's just a never, it's it's a never ending feeling of this is the last time. So therefore it's not a problem. Like I had to, I had to uninstall uh, a Spider-Man game uh, that I had, the endless running Spider-Man game. Oh yeah. Also, uh, I also played a Star Wars mobile game where you were a bunch of characters and they battled. And the reason I had to get rid of them is I spent too much money on them. And the reason I spent too much money on them was because the rationale was always, oh, this is the costume I always wanted. So once I put the money in to get that and have it good, I'm done. I won't spend any more money on this game. And then an update happens or they put this in or, you know, what if you just did this one more thing and you go, oh, well... I can justify that because that's for this. Like, it's just a, a nonstop series of like, well, I'll just do this one thing and it'll be fine. And next thing you know, you're eight things in. Yeah. And you have this selective memory that happens where it's like, okay, I just spent, you know, let's say $100. But in the back of my head, I'm really only remembering a couple of those purchases. So it's like, I've only spent like $20 on this thing. It's fine. Yeah. And because uh, I know on, on all the games in the history of gaming that I've been hooked on and to where it was problematic, anytime I looked at the bill for it, it was a surprise. Right. There was never a time where I was like, no, I know what I spent on this. Every time it was like, wait, I spent how much? Like it was a shock to me. Yeah. And that was when I realized, like, oh, no, I have to get rid of this because I'm always going to be chasing one more thing. I will always justify, yeah, but Ben Riley is Spider-Man. That's the best Spider-Man costume. So if I get that costume, then I don't need to invest in this anymore. Oh, wait, they put Gwen Stacy Spider-Man in here? Well, let's. I just need to get Spider-Gwen. If I get Spider-Gwen, then I'll be happy. I'll have everything I ever need. <laughs> Yeah. Like it'll it, like it's just that over and over and over again. And I still get it. I saw a picture of like Galaxy of Heroes. I think it was. I think I saw chat say that. Yeah. And they were like, we put Darth Revan in the game. And I was like, I should redownload that game. And I went, what am I thinking? They're, they can't get me when I'm not even playing the game. I need to stop this. Yeah. I, this yeah. is not good. This is not healthy. They really and, and the way these fandoms work, they really know their audience with this stuff. Like everything you just described as a true Spider-Man fan and knowing that Ben's was the cool costume and everything else is that's the stuff they hone in on. And that's the stuff they know that you're going to break down and spend eight bucks on or five or two or 10 or 20 or whatever. And before you know it, you're going to do your own slash played, but call it slash paid and find out how much Mm -hmm. you have paid. And you're like, Oh my gosh, freaking forget it. You know, and we all have some form of that, but I feel like the way I get away with it or get away from it is if I start to feel like something like a game is just doing this to me or it's making me want to, you know, I don't know. It's, it's predatory and I can feel it. I like to just go, well, good thing I got a PC loaded full of these games. You know, I can go somewhere else and I can play something else and I can get out of there and get my dopamine hit in a more pure way that isn't trying to, you know, nickel and dime me to death. And I don't know, it's, it's a tricky challenge, but for some more than others, like Bo is pointing out, like it's everyone's affected differently and, 
people are going to react. You can't run away from from feeling motivation. Right. Like the dopamine system is less about reward, more more about motivation. You need it to live. So it's not like you can be, live this pure monk life of never. You need it to get out of bed. Yeah. It's just it can it can stop func- it can function in a way that's undesirable to your life. So it's you know I think that's where you have the control. You can totally enjoy games and not have that. But right. um, I wanted to say one thing about someone mentioned it's the whales where the money are in the chat room. I don't know who it was. I, I think we need to stop using the term whales. I think whenever someone says whales, we just need someone to it, need to replace the word with addicts. Yeah, because that's, that's really what, what they're they talking about. Yeah. The tobacco industry has whales. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like most people don't pay the tobacco industry except the whales, right? Like, just yeah. Nobody sitting about around going, like, no one talks about it in that way. That's funny you put it that way because it's like we we it's this myth, like right. oh, really rich people with money, like uh, um, Warren Buffett. You know, if he plays Farmville, yeah, he's spending t- hundred grand on. It's like no, it's a sick person who borrowed a hundred grand off his grandma and said he'd pay it back and isn't going to. Mm-hmm. There you go. Companies. I agree. That's the money I agree. No, that's a framing thing, and it makes everyone feel a little better about it because we can shove it off into some myth land where it's, like you said, like some fake rich, rich person that's not actually doing it instead. Yeah. And we'd never say that about, I don't know, like the opioid addiction. We're not going, well, 90% of that $2 trillion came from the whales. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the opioid whales yeah. that are to blame. They're funding the industry. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it doesn't really, you know, doesn't yeah, really it, work. Uh, we love to give uh, some horrible things very cute names so that we don't have to look at what it is uh, and, yeah. and deal with it. Yeah, I've definitely got well, things like a that. Lot of, a lot of influencers out there that are peddling addictive products too they're not gonna say hey addicts do you want drugs that you know like almost referencing it in these ways puts a cute uh meme culturally in club way the way that like drug groups do when they like they know there's a problem but they don't acknowledge it yeah. it's, it's the same behavior it's funny and, i was approached you know, today, gotta look at it i have to admit something i was approached today uh i'll go ahead and say it's fine i'm not gonna do it so it doesn't matter whether i bring their name up or not but i was approached by the sh- raid shadow of what's the name of that mobile game that's shadow, always- oh shadow raid legends. shadow legends shadow yeah, legends. the I- game everybody who's watched a youtube video has heard of. yeah <laughs> that one i mean they really Ninja must- was saying it's so good and i'm like you liar you hate this game. they must Come have on. they must have like a budget for ad and pr that's just like astronomical because every- you know it's everywhere but anyway um having played it and not liking it at all uninstalled it i didn't like it um long time ago I got approached again today by somebody who said, hey, we'll make sure you get paid this much base money just to, just to stream it. And if you get people to sign up, we'll add this much mon- more money on top of it. And it was, you know, a, a, mm-hmm. a, a deal. And it's not that different than somebody coming to me with any kind of uh, promotional opportunity or product to advertise or anything for a show. But no way in hell I'm doing that game. <laughs> There's not a chance that I'm going to do a thing where I'm going, yeah, man, Raid, Shadow Legends, check it out. Brr, 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 get in here. I can't do it. That's like get me your saying. Gold, get your crystals. Yeah, Make sure you it. get all your characters. I'm not even sure I'd do it if I liked the game. Uh, and I don't, I don't actually hate the game, but it's just another one of those games. Like the kind John described earlier from Star Wars. There's one for, I mean, the only one of those games where you got a squad and you're beefing them up and you're opening new ones and you're, and you're leveling up all their shit and you're just sending them out on missions and they auto fight and come back and you win and you get all your things. The only one of those games that I've played lately that I'm happy to play is this, is the one on Apple arcade for star Trek. And the reason I like it 
is Apple Arcade's the first rule of Apple Arcade, kind of like Fight Club, they have a rule. First rule is no microtransactions of any kind at all and no ads, no anything. If it's part of the subscription service, you're paying five bucks a month for Apple Arcade, all of those games, none of them can have that. The other rules are have to have controller support for TVs and, and phones and stuff, has to work on all the devices. And then third rule is can't be on Android, but it can be on Steam, Switch, and other stuff. So it's like their big play, right? That game, I forgot what it's called, Star Trek. It's one of those names, like Legends or whatever. Right. Um, and you're collecting Worf and Picard and Kirk and Spock. And, uh, you know, here's Captain Janeway with her whole business and everything. Would, and, you, would you pay 40 to $80 up front for a complete experience of that game rather than the free-to-play model? Is well, it, is in it this that case, good that you feel it's worth paying that amount? Well, in this case, it is, it is, the, it is the pay-for model, although it's part of your, your subscription. Uh, mm. There's no way to buy anything in the game at all. There's okay. not even a mechanism. Well, sub, for I'm it. okay with sub fee. I think I don't think sub fees are problematic. No, no, no. Like, I don't. E- like I don't either. I don't either. And that's my whole point. Is that game? Oh, the, what's it called? Chat. Oh, no one knows. But anyway, the the game itself has all of those gameplay. Whale hunt. <laughs> whale hunt. It's got all the stuff that you expect from a game like that in terms of gameplay and unlocking yeah. certain things. You send guys away on away missions. It's going to take three hours, and there's no way to hurry that up. Like, they've gotten rid of all Mm. currencies that hurry things up. It gets rid of all tricks like, well, if you watch this ad, you'll get double the money, you know, this sort of thing. All gone. It's just a game. And as such, is pretty good if you like what's underneath most of those games. And I do. I like like building up the numbers and getting a better squad and leveling up stuff and, you know, better gear. This is like built into my DNA as a gamer. Sure, so that if stuff those works games for me. were garbage, nobody would be investing so much money into them. Right, like, exactly. There's a reward and there's a there's a reason people pay for these things. That's exactly I'm, true. I'm okay with time gating things. If you tell like Warframe's like, okay, cut check back in 24 hours and your bow will be finite. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't have you know, that I, I get that a game might I might play for a long period of time. Like and yes, it has the money thing, but that felt. Like I said Warframe. I never really felt compelled to to buy platinum, only to get rare items. Right. But I'm kind of okay with like, I'm kind of okay. It has to be implemented well with real money auction house business too. Like mm. I, I'm kind of okay with that sort of secondary economy, and I, I have to be because I played Magic, and it's just the idea of collecting cards that I need for decks is. It's built yeah. in. I feel like that's okay, or it's, there's a pleasure to it as long as it doesn't get expensive. It doesn't feel like it's addicting me necessarily. You know, mm. it's just it's rare commodity, costs money to get. Right. That's okay. But it's you know. I yeah. I also don't think we need to be so like. A lot of times we get very binary on things, and it's like, well, is asking for money for a video game like beyond the initial purchase? Like, is that okay? And it seems like more and more the argument is like yes or no. But I think I think there's credit to like what you just said is it can be a little bit of both. You can say this game does it well. You can say I play Warframe. I think Warframe's great. I I spent I don't think I spent much of anything in Warframe because the game didn't really make me feel like I had to. It gave me the option to do it, mm-hmm. but I never really felt like I had to. And so there's a part of me that looks at Warframe and would go, I don't know if that game's predatory. At least it isn't to me because it certainly didn't make me want to spend any money in it. But then look at something, you know, like 
Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and go, no, that game wanted money all the time for it. It wanted a lot of money for it. And it's okay to think one of those is good and one of those is bad. I don't think we need like a hard and fast rule that everybody agrees one behavior is bad and one behavior isn't. I, I think there is a level of nuance and I, I think mean, it, it comes we, down to, are you taking advantage of your players? Right. It's just a devil advocate. We might, because we have that, like you have gambling laws for, for certain games and you don't have gambling laws for, for other ones. Although they might apply if, you know, monopoly is introduced into a casino. There's some stuff to respect, but I, I just, feel like the focus is on particular games of chance yeah. you know uh, and it really is based on mechanics it's just governments you know always so far behind innovation which well they're creeping normal. into it though they want to get rid of loot boxes and all that other stuff so it feels like we're more in that oh. direction than ever yeah. and microsoft had microsoft's got rules where they have to live by a no loot box rule so when they bought bethesda they had to commit to immediately start development on removing the loot box features out of games, including ESO as an example. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have a loot box system Uh in there. But their European, because the rules over there are a little trickier, that rule makes it so they just kind of want to make it the rule everywhere, and so they have to remove any of that that was in there. That was a game that had it. It's going away. I don't know what the timeline is, but something reasonable. Belgians, is it? The Belgians did it, says Sidian. Um, City made a good point earlier too. He said uh, that game John was talking about, the Star Wars game. Uh, they were making somewhere in the to the tune of two hundred and fifty million dollars a year. I remember reading about this uh, on that game at its height. That's insanity to me. Like that's the biggest money maker EA had at the time. Maybe still does. I mean, like, everyone pitched in a buck because it was global and on mobile. Like that sounds less bad. Okay, everyone paid a dollar to play a little mobile game. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, we know it's not that. It's two percent of player base shoveling over an average spend of thousands, right? Right. I'm assuming those people we call whales that we should start. We should call addicts, addicts. instead. Yeah. Addicts. Yeah, because because it's not so much about like. Um, I mean, every time anyone in gaming asks you why is EA still doing okay, I thought they were sucking it. Like everything bad. Like. Rrr. Dude, go look at their mobile lineup. They are fine. They make a lot of money over there. So they're motivated to keep this train running. And if a government like China, to try to bring it back around, or ours or any other government, has some ideas, I mean, I guess let's hear them. I would prefer it to be a less draconian. I raise my kids to think for themselves and not be uh, have addictive personalities in my own way, but it was a parenting choice, and it's not going to be the same as everybody else's. So on the one hand, I understand like a, a government wanting to just go, Here's the rule. Live by it or there's consequences. I also understand the idea of, no, everybody take some personal damn responsibility and do it the way you're supposed to, but don't be told to. I don't know what the middle is. I don't know how we get there, but it is a problem. And especially in these burgeoning areas where gaming is 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 taking off in a way that, I don't know, it's accelerated. They haven't had the slow burn we've had over here. They're doing it all at once, and they're all using these these methods and these free-to-play models and Nobody's buying a $49 game in China. They don't do that. They buy a bunch of gems and then play a thing, whatever the game may be, and then they spend those gems, and they're like, I'm out of gems. I should buy more gems. And yeah, But yeah. again, I just, the thing, and I lay this on video games because they're made by nerds, and we expect to be smarter and to know things, so the standard's higher than, say, a tobacco manufacturer who just know yeah. what they're doing and bullshit. And we don't expect them to be smart or good about these things in the way that we expect a video game developer to be good and smart. Um, 
there are the way that all this also came at me a little bit like my brother and sister both have ADHD I went and got tested I didn't meet the diagnostic criteria I still feel I don't know it's still an open question but I'm not looking it into anymore but I researched a lot about the condition and what's going on and that's a there's it's a dysregulation of the dopamine reward system problems with executive function and a frequent comorbidity is addiction because addiction is a disease also pertaining to the dopamine dopamine production in in the brain so in a way these products actually target people with disabilities and 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 make it harder for them to control themselves so it's it's like as if and it's the same is true of tobacco and all these other things and that's why I say I don't look at tobacco or an alcohol and expect them to be like oh we're smart but like you know we held blizzard to high standards very disappointed in their behavior and now to look at you know video game companies who should like know things and when they receive information they should be behaving in a way reflective of knowing that information rather than exploitative they you know they should know better more than other people that these things are unhealthy like you look at a company like Nintendo who's very friendly to kids and wants everyone to play their games they better not do things to hurt if they've made games that only hurt autistic people, we would hate them. Yeah. So so it, by making products that target particular segments that have problems with this, even if it's for 10%, is like doing an immoral thing. And they should think about that before they release their video games. I agree. And and they're because they're putting evil out into the world. Yeah. And they're gonna, you know, they make they make beautiful art, beautiful music. There's a lot of people who take pride in the video games and should, but the end product is an evil thing like what they're doing is a really nasty negative thing even for 10 percent of us even if it was for one percent of us yeah. or just you know it's it's not this is this goes beyond a question of oh you have to be responsible yourself it's like there are the vulnerable among us and we want to protect the vulnerable among us and our, our fellow neighbors yeah kids. and when things yeah. cross over a threshold we have to understand there's a threshold it's gone over, and we have to, you know, the shitty people always ruin the good things for the rest of us. That's why there are laws about all these things, because if we were all smart, we wouldn't have to have them. Right. And there's some people who are just unwise about this stuff, and it's becoming clearer and clearer with every passing day that there are problems in the game industry that need serious attention if everyone's going to be playing them now in a post-COVID world. You know what helps me is a profound sense of cheapness. That helps me. Because when the, <laughs> when the game says, hey, spend a dollar... And we'll give you 900 gems. One time offer. You sure you don't want you know, one of those deals? <laughs> I just go, eh, yeah. but it's a dollar. I don't know, man. I could use that for something else. <laughs> like, I, I think of everything that drives my family crazy. Because anything, anytime anything costs 50 bucks, let's say a bill or I got to get a tooth done or whatever. If something's $50, my first comment is, that's a new game. That's, how I, that's what I look at it as. And I'm, as if that's just the ultimate measure stick for for how much something costs is 50 bucks or if it's a hundred dollars i could get two games for that <laughs> like two triple a titles these are that's i'm not paying that like my cheapness i think hey, helps you, are you buying the mercenaries pre-order <laughs> no <laughs> have you seen that no a train wreck have you heard of have you yes. heard that train wreck we, we talked a bunch on <laughs> you can, um, you can spend you can pre-order 60 packs of who knows what the hell's in it nobody knows for like 60 or 70 dollars and 99 dollars on a mode that had a real, sh- real bad presentation. Like, <laughs> it was really bad. I saw the memes. It, I didn't actually see the announcement. Um, it, and it uh, but I saw the memes, and it was the memes were very good. Yeah, the memes are all right. But remember, okay, so we talked about that raid shadow legends, whatever. 
That's what yeah. they're making this mode in Hearthstone do. It's cards that <laughs> I think there's even an auto attack <laughs> feature and speed it up, but they go through and they attack and they do their thing. And then it's covered with these incentives to spend money and it's bad. Yeah. It oh, seems bad. is raid shadow legends, right? I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It reminds me of that. It's, it's one of those. Yeah. I, that's what it looks like to everyone. It's still, you know, until we get the product, we don't know, but I don't know that I want to spend $90 in advance. I mean, God knows they would be like, sweet, you spent $90. But How about well, another 180 on more random packs of the expansion we're releasing in you know three months after the initial? Like I'm like, oh. But these games always tell me the 99.99 is the best value. They always say it's the best value. Yeah, it's the best value. <laughs> it's the best value. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't you want to just give us a hundred dollars? It's the best value. We're gonna get that hundred dollars from you, so you might as well give it to us now because yep. we'll give you a discount. Because mm. let's JPEGs, face it, you know we're gonna rip you off. Yeah. For JPEGs, you don't even get to have a copy of on your hard disk. <laughs> That's actually how I read those. Like when I when I see best value and all of that, I actually read it as them going, "Look, we're smarter than you, and we know how to get you. We're mm-hmm. gonna get you eventually. So yeah. you might as well just give us the money up front." That's the message you read. I we're love gonna it. get you. I love yeah, it. That's, that's how what you I should. see every single time. Yep, I think that is the right way to read it because that is literally kind of what they're doing. That's what they're saying. And they're they're basically saying you're too stupid to know that this is a bad idea. And how do we know that? Because I've convinced you that ninety nine dollars is the best value. And and for why this would you game ever that this? looks worse than games that are complete packages for sixty dollars? <laughs> you're like it's like hey look at our sweet little JPEG battler as Bo would call it. Uh, the best value for this is $100, and you're like, okay, but I was also thinking about getting The Last of Us Part 2, which seems to have really great graphics and an emotional story and uh, is a complete package. I don't have to buy anything else, and that's that's only $60. What, what am I getting for this $100? Yeah. You're getting the best value. Yeah, the best value. That's what you're getting. Yeah, you're getting the, the best, best value. value. Clearly the best value with no question or reason to ask anything else and you will never go wow that went fast i guess i'm out of these gems again i better go for that best value again since i need that many again like i don't know i I, we all kind of weirdly it's in some ways we deserve what we get and in other ways there are people who are being victimized by this kind of predatory stuff and that blows goats and it should stop now will it will it be china that figures it out uh, probably not. Will a bunch of kids learn how to use VPNs this week if they didn't already know how? Yes. Uh, you know, it's going to get weird. I mean, I wanted to drink alcohol before I was 18. When moms gave me two cookies and said, that's it, and she wasn't looking, I'd go grab five more cookies. Yeah. Doesn't 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 change the fact that maybe we need to think about the developmental years of a kid. And I agree. Make the right choice. Totally, uh, totally agree. Um, I had a nephew. I still have a nephew. He exists still. Thankfully, um, he he I never forgot this. Had him over to the house when he was 10 to play games, play video games. And he loved hanging out over there. He loved all the stuff I had around and the consoles and everything. And he just thought that stuff was great. And um, so I had him over and we installed. Oh, NBA Jam. Uh, I forgot the name of the, the, the colon name of it. But basically it was a remake or a re-release uh, in high def of NBA Jam for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, mm-hmm. and I had it on PS3, and we got playing, and it didn't even take very long. <clears throat> Within the first couple of minutes of this match, 
He is all <clears throat> red faced, sweating like crazy, uh, breathing erratically. The intensity of that experience was too much for him. And I watched wow. this and went, oh, maybe maybe something less competitive or maybe, I don't know, like he's just not ready for this. Like this isn't his thing where other kids could just jump in and who cares? Nick was a little younger and he was fine with a game like that, um, but he couldn't do it. And it was so bad. He was shaking. And when I took the controller away, he just, he looked like somebody who was about to explode and kill everybody. It was, just, it was a really weird thing to see in a 10 year old's face. Now he has since matured well beyond all that. I want to say he's 17 now. Yeah. 16, 17. And he's not like that anymore. And he can sit down and play League of Legends with his friends without freaking out or being too competitive or, or any of those things. But he was at, he was at a stage that where this was just too much and it was too early. And I, I feel like I learned from that experience. It was like, oh, they're not all like my kids or, or you know, my kid, you know, other kids aren't like my kids or whatever. Like there's a, these kids all differ. They're at a weird place for their development. According to my sister, who's a licensed uh, psychologist. She says that your brain and Tally in the chat could probably confirm this. She's got her, her PhD in some of this stuff, but yeah, she's great. Um, the their brains don't fully develop till like twenty seven or something. It's like a ridiculously higher number well, than people yeah, think. Yeah, neuroplasticity. Like your brain comes off the printing press with the wires unplugged, and you're right. plugging those wires in as you grow up. Right, and they're all shaped differently too. So, so your neural passageways might just you might have a predilection more than the next guy for addictive tendencies. Right. Or other like, tendencies or dementia or whatever else. But the neuroplasticity is that their actual physical neurons are being, they're, they're forming shapes mm-hmm. as best we know. Yeah. So, yeah, if you do things like what you're talking about, influence them in a way, then they get formed into that shape. Yeah. So the thing and for then, me to do with him is say, an we're going to play Tetris or something else, and he's fine with some kind of calm, puzzly kind of thing, right? No big deal. Um but if you've got this on a massive scale and you can't really control it, like, what do you do? Do you have the government get real draconian? Maybe. Do you do something? I, I don't know what the solution is, but it is fascinating. And if there's going to be any real rebellion against it in China, we'll hear about it and we'll talk about it. But weird stuff, man. Weird, wild stuff, as Johnny Carson used to say. Or at least people doing his voice used to say. Okay. <laughs> Some strange. <laughs> Let's move to uh, a game we're all excited about. Um, one that well, hopefully will not. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we <laughs> yeah. were. I don't maybe know. Maybe we were. I don't even know now. Yeah. What? Are they, how are they going to milk our our uh, our dopamine? I don't know. But uh, the game is Midnight Suns. This is their tactical AAA. Uh, you know, XCOM Studio for Axis making it deal with uh, all based on the Midnight Suns comic right there was a there was a run yeah. okay we've yeah, talked about that. yeah, That's what yeah. We super determined yeah, yeah. Super i haven't seen it sons so to include uh you know not just men in the group yeah now it's suns which probably is a cool, cool new take on it you know? but what i didn't know was until they showed this gameplay trailer it's like a slay the spire style deck builder type game um with the strategy and the and the you know the turn-based combat which i am totally down for no problem there uh, it's like a mix of, hey, Slay the Spire, a little bit of that. Uh, by the way, Liam is, I think Liam is um, Doctor Strange in all things. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome, yeah. dude. That, I, the reason I even really? know this, the reason I even know really? this is I was looking at his, uh, the new. there's a new Marvel MMO that's a gotcha game and will probably destroy lives. Um, but I was looking at 
I was listening to it and checking out these characters and down comes Dr. Strange with all this magic and it, and I hear his voice. I'm like, Oh my frick, it's freaking, it's freaking Liam again. So I, I texted him and said, dude, you're in this game. And he says, I think I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'm Dr. Strange in all the games right now. And I, <laughs> which is a funny thing to say, but I, I think that they're trying to be consistent like, and he is the voice of all, of all Stephen Strange's at the moment. Uh, outside. It is kind of a weird what a, thing what a when you great get gig. into uh, yeah. when you get into voice actors, especially some of those you know circles of of really well known ones. Mm-hmm. When you see them just kind of playing superhero roulette, yeah, and it's like, well, this week Liam is all these characters, <laughs> and then over here now he's all these characters, and it's just fun to see it uh, kind of circle sometimes. Yeah, where it's like, oh, well, he was. It really tells you something about the state of heroic voices when it's just like, you know, well, he played Green Lantern here and now he's going to be uh now he's going to be Superman and oh, now he's going to be the Flash, you know. It's uh it's interesting, but I do like the idea of trying to keep it universal across properties because yeah. I I think that builds something if you can establish like this is what the character sounds like. Yeah. Plus it's just I don't know, it's fun knowing it's Liam and he does a he does a really good job of it. Oh, let, actually we can confirm it right here. I have some video. Let's see if I can hear it. Cuz I this game I'm unsure about. I know the mobiles and all that he is. So let's see. Whoops. Night Suns features a legendary collection of oh, heroes that span across the Marvel Universe. Including yeah, they, the haven't, they, haven't, they haven't done any lines yet. Nah, What's the narrator? Right. I, I was going to say, because I, I was wondering about it, and I, I don't think I heard his voice. Yeah, but nobody's talking. They show exciting. them talking. That's, that's they show them chatting game. as they walk around, but they're not actually... Oh, wait, unless he is right here. No, that's still... No, well, I don't remember. I don't think so, though. It's. I think the guy... It's mainly the guy saying what the game's about the whole way through. Yeah. I, that's all I remember from watching it. Well, it looks... Um, it looks rad, okay? I'm just going to say it here. Yeah. It looks really cool, and I'm all about deck builders anyway. I don't know how roguelike it is. It sounds like it is a little bit... Uh, well, I, yeah, like, I reacted badly when I saw the card battler. I was like, no! As my brain was on overdrive, and then um, you know, I checked their Twitter, and they said no microtransactions, no post game sales. You buy the game, yeah. and then my brain was like, Do, "But I want XCOM." Like the, the other aspect is, I don't a deck builder really. And then I thought about, it and I'm like, you know, I enjoy Grifflands. I these these singular single purchase gate card game products. Firaxis has a good pedigree. I know some people like original XCOM and old civilization and new stuff sucks, oh, but whatever. their modern releases have all been solid products in the strategy column. Mm-hmm. So if they marry slay the spire with XCOM and pull it off, this game could be fantastic. And what I love best about it is you'll probably have decks for the heroes, but you have your own hero. I'm assuming you could probably make it male or female. They're showing a female one, but I'm hoping it's a shepherd situation. So you really can build it however you want. Yeah. And then you can build your deck however you want. So it's like you do have your own deck, your character, the hunter, and then you got some other character. I don't know. I feel like they could this could be it's, the potential still there for this to be an amazing experience in that genre. Even if you're not a fan of it, you'll still play this one. Yeah. So I want to remain hopeful that it's going to be really, I'm good. extremely the only, excited. Yeah. One criticism. Mm. I don't like the way when they knock guys out, it says KO over their head. Mm. Like, it's just weird. Like, it, <laughs> I don't it, it, like KO. Like, I don't know. Just, Knockout. It just looked bad. It looked cheap. Like that's the only thing I hated was just like KO and little blood letters. And I'm like, I'm not KOing demons. I'm destroying them. <laughs> like, 
I don't. Yeah. Anyways, that's well, my only now that Disney so controls all this, I've I've noticed. I don't know, John, when you can speak to this, but I've noticed in the comics in particular, uh, Marvel has really like dialed back violence and stuff, and it bums I me mean, out a little bit. It's never been at the level that DC was willing to do. Yeah. Um, but I I do think like. I don't know. I read a pretty violent Marvel comic this week. Oh, so you did? Okay. Uh, I've seen some pretty beloved characters die, some gruesome deaths this week. But um, is that the new Tom Taylor thing you were telling me about? Yeah, the yeah. Dark Ages. Oh, uh, I gotta read that. Bad stuff happens to some good people in that one. Yeah. But, um, but it's not. It's never over the top. Again, like Marvel, like oh my gosh, this one's really violent. Is still like pretty base level dc yeah you know so they they definitely hold back a, a bit i don't know if that's a disney thing or a marvel thing um you know they, it's always been kind of an interesting thing you know you go back to the comics code and be very careful about what they put in in stuff so it's kind of been all over the place but yeah marvel's it tends to be a little bit more tame than yeah. dc and certainly more than the the indie um, publishers well the the bottom line appears to be midnight suns stacking up to be pretty neat looking this at this stage and to me it just looks like oh it's like XCOM, but you're controlling your movements and your planning and your whatever you're doing it with cards and that's not that different than doing it the other way except you can be a lot more creative about what your build is and how you want to proceed than a more traditional XCOM like so bring it on man it looks nice and i'm excited uh, Bo, you put yeah. in here that the uh, Generation 1 Transformers t- animation uh, series that I grew up on as a kid is on YouTube now. And uh, Yeah, Hasbro, th- on the official, like, I think, Hasbro channel. I actually haven't looked it up. I read an article about it. but I'm going to be um, watching the yeah, shit out just, of this. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want, is it rewatchable? Can I, can I co-stream uh, G1 Transformers? I don't know. Whenever I co-stream anything, I delete it immediately when I'm done. <laughs> so I don't know if you're even allowed to. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm not going to record a VOD, but it might be fun to... Uh, Anyways, some I think for me I love the G1 Transformers because we didn't have cable, so watching it was really hard for me. Like I had to go to someone else's house or rent them from the video store because they actually had videos of some of the episodes. I think I watched the episode with the there's like a power egg or something. Like I only watched the same episode like ten times because it was the only episode they had at the video store. Like I didn't watch the whole season. I watched one video. Yeah. I am stoked. There's some of the best music and voice. It's just an inspiring series. Yeah, I love the movie. The animated movie is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Not the new stuff. New stuff's stupid. By the way, big recommendation. There's a Canadian band called Cybertronic Spree. Whoa. Where they dress up as the Transformers, like Guar style or, you know, and... (laughs) And they play, they do covers of the movie soundtrack, like all the You Got the Touch and all that. Just like look it up. It's a good look up on YouTube. You got the touch. I always forget that that's where that came from and not some Rocky movie or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, the soundtrack like for the movie, movie, it's got Weird Al. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, very, it's, odd. it's a classic film, honestly. It really holds up, you know, as a watchable, the lovable Rocky thing. movie where Polly screws a robot. Yeah, that one. Wait, isn't um and also Leonard Nimoy's in the movie? Ooh. Leonard Nimoy's in it. Orson Welles's last role in life was that <laughs> film. That's great. Um, Eric Idle's in it. He plays yeah. Rekgar, I believe. Yep. Dare to, or I think he was that does Dare to Be Stupid. Dare to Be Stupid. Um, <laughs> I think Weird Al sings that song, but it's the same character. I don't remember. Oh, what a weird yeah. thing! It's so there's weird. a it's like a star-studded cast in that. It's not just Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> 
Um, freaking Judd Nelson's in it, I think. Um, Judd Nelson, uh, uh, Breakfast Club. Judd Nelson, right? Yeah, yeah. Transformers the movie, like the, the whole thing is a star-studded affair, including, of course, bringing back a uh, Cullen for Optimus Prime and the Megatron. Like it has like everything. You, oh, Peter Cullen, yeah, that's Peter Cullen, yeah. Trying to think of his first name, Megatron. It has is, um, uh, well, uh, um, what's his name? Okay, Frank uh, Welker Frank is Welker. Megatron, right? Yep, Welker. Uh, who 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 uh, does Judd Nelson? Uh, Carrie K- Casey Kasem's in it. Uh, <laughs> really? Casey Kasem fans. Does he play Robert Stack? <laughs> Really? Robert yeah, Stack. Holy yeah. shit. On like, the un- unsolved mysteries. Of unsolved mysteries. So uh, who who's, um, I guess it doesn't matter who does the voice of Soundwave, but Soundwave is the coolest character in that old Gen 1 stuff. And it's, it's Megatron, Frank Welker, according to the credits. Oh, I love it here. so much. They just modulate his voice differently. Yeah. Collect Energon cubes. cubes. I don't know why I'm more right. robotic than the other ones, but here's my cool dog that's been living in my chest like a cassette tape. He's just such a badass. Yeah, that's yeah. by far. I didn't watch much Transformers, but he was my favorite. Oh yeah, that's the right way. To, that's the right answer. Who's your favorite Transformer? Scat. Soundwave. Boom. Yep. Done. Yep. Uh, Scatman Crothers. Yes. Okay. So he did jazz in the actual series, and he does it as well. Scatman like, Crothers did awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it's he got he, it was act. in the cartoons, <laughs> and then he's also in the the movie as well. Like it is, it's a glorious piece of film. Honestly, Scatman got a giant axe like, to the belly when he was in uh, uh, The Shining. He showed up toward the end, and Jack Nicholson hit him in the gut with a giant Yeah, what a, what a lame cinematic moment that was. I mean, The Shining's a classic, and it's fine, but my goodness, talk about a, a slow build to nothing. I think, they were trying to, I think that was Kubrick trying to say, what if all that buildup just ended in this tragic hallway? What if we're done with him? I think he was trying yeah. to make a point, but I'm not sure it worked. Maybe it did. I think the point he made was... I feel like I just got bamboozled. <laughs> like I just, it was like somebody broke the contract of uh, cinema with me. It was like, hey, you know, we come in, expect this experience. Ah, well, subverted expectations. Here's what they should have done: they should have like hit it. him with the axe, and as soon as they did, he should have gone skip it up and then fell down. <laughs> that would have. Hey, been have me. you filmed? Have you you, can you film sack cartoons? Have you film sack? Uh, we've this done is a film sackable movie. Cu- couple of animated films. This has always been on our list of one to do. So if they end up streaming this someplace, it never it seems to. But if they ever stream the movie, time somewhere. it so that you can watch your G one and G two and do it like chronologically because they're going to release. Uh, sorry, they're going to do G one season one, and then season two and season three of the original series is also supposed to be free on YouTube soon in the following weeks. I want a redo. I want a redo of the of the um, Beast Wars uh, thing, but in with today's technology and budget. Uh, yeah, because you it's hard to go back to. Oh, it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so bad, but I love the stories, the voice, the stuff. All that stuff was great. They just had crap technology and no money. And it was at a time when that stuff was just getting started. There's so much better stuff now, including other Transformers it, things. It didn't look good at the time. Yeah. It was acceptable at the time, but even at the time I turned it on, I was like, what are they doing? Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> It was low budget and terrible, but they could do it now. That stuff's so much cheaper, and they, you know, there's a million shows that that have, you know, including like I said, Transformers. Uh, was it called a couple of years ago? Two three seasons of a new Transformers thing that was pretty freaking good, and it was all CG and it was a TV, you know, thing, and it looked good. But I want Optimus Primal in my life, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I get Peter Cullen back and have him do it. 
All right, uh, let's uh, move on to. Uh, oh, and there's the Transformers role playing game on the way. So yeah, that also was announced. And uh, how do you feel um, about that? Though? Does that make you make you excited? I, I don't know that I want to play it week in week out, but I wouldn't mind doing a sesh or two of just for fun of it at some point. Yeah, and what Bo's talking about is like a pen and paper. We're not talking like a RPG on a PC or whatever. We're talking like you know, yeah, Transformers role playing game yeah. where you can design your own Autobot. Maybe Decepticon, I don't know. Uh, probably you'll be an Autobot and you'll be fighting Decept. You'll be kicking Decepti chops or ah, Decepti butt. I like it. Do you yeah. ever? Does the game? Uh, do you have to like roll for transform and you could fail? Like I don't know, but I I, I tweeted the developers because I said we need a section on tips on how to properly make transforming sounds with their voice. Like they didn't respond to me. I don't know what's up with that. So if anyone at the Renegade is listening, like at the table when it like i'm gonna transform <laughs> like we need tips on what how exactly like if you were a transformer scott do your transformer sound this is how i used to do it yeah. but i know that's bad that's not it <laughs> i like it no i think everybody Mom, just needs to bring whatever yours. they can right. do yours like that's <laughs> yeah see all the transformers that part of their personalities they have different sounds like in the cartoon you kind of notice they do they have a different personality so like mine would be super spitty like yep you know and when i was a kid i'd play transformers i'd be like (laughs) turn into a truck and go when you're coming out right but going in is (laughs) something like that that's what i used to do when i was a kid it's been a while i got a lot of spit in my mouth now yeah we ever had a better discussion about anything i don't know <laughs> well, I need a section in this book, or it's not worth the fifty-five dollars. Yeah, forget it. For. Yeah, I'm being a little silly, but it's true because we're RPing. We're gonna need the sound, unless they're gonna give the DM like a little device to play the sounds for the players. But I think that takes. Some I'm time. with Scott, though. I like the idea of a failed transformation. It's like <laughs> Autobots roll out and. <laughs> transforms ah shit i rolled a one i turned into yeah. a vespa and I just tipped over. <laughs> <laughs> or you throw your back out you're just halfway transforming <laughs> oh, shit. it's just oh, the front of a out. car dragging the back part of a torso going oh actually why? that's very canon failed transformations i think happen in the cartoon like when it's, when an autobot's not feeling well they'll be like halfway transformed going like uh, like you know it's a serious That's we're laughing but it's a serious disease that afflicts yeah. millions of transformers every yeah. year. Yeah, we can we got to we got to think of them. Who will who will think of them? Here you got to be a little more sensitive about our jokes. Here's the actual sound. Let's see if we were close. Okay, if anybody was close. Here's the actual Gen 1 Gen 2 sound. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Bo has clearly practiced. This. Yeah, I did this, this a, a lot as a this kid. This is a practiced impression right playing here. Playing Transformers. I had Transformer toys. Playing trans. Like when you play with the toy, you don't just transform. You go <laughs> when you play with the toy. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. Um, I'm going to share share with you guys a wonderful video called every trans every transformation from the transformers it's an oh hour, yes a compilation it's yes. a nine hour uh, sorry not nine one hour nine minute <laughs> compilation of every transformer. Oh, our podcast is going to be very Bo long is going to watch this yeah you yeah. know he is yeah. he's gonna this watch is the my whole ASMR. Hour. Yeah. not only am i gonna watch it i'm gonna 
enjoy it immensely probably <laughs> now i don't know if it goes i don't know if it gets into I'm, film. I'm your, <laughs> like i wonder if it gets What's into that? movies i'm looking here uh nope it doesn't it's just cartoon all the way to the final whenever it ended perfect and, beautiful i'm a gatekeeper and i just it's want cartoon everything stuff, like here's crap. one uh and they tell you what season what episode what number <laughs> oh my god this is the best video yeah no, they don't even bother with dialogue. They're just like, here are the Transformers. Transformers. Yep, he oh, transformed. The best video. Oh my God, I can't save it fast enough to my watch later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love when it. We can't reach Bo for an hour yeah. plus. We yeah. know what he's doing. You're right. Well, what perfect time then than now to switch gears a little bit and hear a Dear Martha review from Steam. Yes, that's right. Occasionally, we'll find a Steam review and it well, it comes out a little bit like this, so I'm going to play the music. John, anything special here? Just normal? Ken Burns here? Yep, just normal. All right, enjoy. My dearest Martha, I present to you now a review for the game What the Golf. I love it. Martha, this is the very first time I'm going to thumbs down a game that I actually enjoyed and had fun with, because I cannot endorse this barbarism. This is a game which, instead of introducing rules and building upon them like it is supposed to, introduces rules, changes them at will, and refuses to follow them consistently. Not only does it refuse to follow the standards of golf, it won't follow the standards set by itself. Hey look, a soccer ball. You can hit the soccer ball whenever you want without waiting for it to stop like the golf ball. Oh wait, never mind. Now you can't hit it at the one time where you would have really needed to. There's also a par limit for this level despite it obviously being soccer and not golf. Also, the level is not impossible to beat in the six par limit given. <laughs> oh, and also, you'll just randomly clip through geometry and fail when we feel like it because bleep you! You're the bleepin' who bought off stupid golf game. I enjoyed it. I will probably play more of it when I'm done writing this review, but I strongly discourage anyone else from contributing money to this mishmash of pure anarchy that was obviously the product of an alien who has never played golf, designed a video game, or seen the sun. And please, God, if anyone knows a cheat or a mod or whatever that lets me remove those ridiculously stringent par limits, please send it my way. I'm at the end of my rope here. Yours in this life and the next. The unnamed stranger. That had a real, that had a real um, earnestness to it. <laughs> the guy really, you know, he had something to say, and he said it. I think we made it better than had he, he really said it. Frustrated by this game. It's a great game. What <laughs> the golf is amazing. If you ever get your hands you on, you played what the golf. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's one of my favorite. Like subversive like you think it's about golf and it is for like a minute and then it isn't for the rest of the time and i don't even know no, what to call like, what it is it's insane it's an insane game about abstract geometric space and how it even more than that implies like, the multiverse or something like kinda, that kind of yeah but then there are times where like they rip off mario level one one <laughs> and you're you're actually <laughs> playing a somehow you're playing a platform game but there's still a golf ball involved and it's just the weirdest effing hmm. thing 
what the golf should be played by all people anywhere always and it's everywhere it's on every it device. sounds like he's living the title like to me the title's like it's not oh this is golf it's like you know wt what, what's going on yeah what, what the hell yeah he is living the name it, he's literally saying what the hell and the irony's lost on him by he, he's like it doesn't obey its own rules it's like, what the hell and it's like yeah you get it now don't you yeah, <laughs> like it's really good has the picture formed in fullness yet about what this product and, but it, then also it, praises the game non-stop oh, like yeah, i love, love this game this game is so good i don't recommend it for anybody it doesn't follow its rules but i'm gonna go back to playing it when i'm done writing this review. yeah I yeah just, it's it, i whatever the game is the game is a freaking trip you should you both should play it and also, if you have that Apple Arcade uh, thing earlier, that's on there. It's really fun on there. That's where it debuted. Um, all right, let's move on to this. Yeah, the games we played this week. I was out of town because I went on an anniversary uh, trip with my wife. Uh, and it was great. Aww. It was great to get away. Yep, Happy really anniversary. Nice. Thank you very much. 29 years. Think of that. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I, I, don't even want, I don't even know how to express how that feels like the weirdest sounding number in my head but that's that's the is that more years than you have not married now um let's see 20 so that would have been 20 sorry 1992 i was 22 years old uh about to turn 23 what year did you get married that'll tell us uh 92 so i was 20 i was 22 and 92 so, yeah, or so part 29 of years married, 22 and married. So, yeah. You're, so, more married you know, than a, not? Yeah. Weird. Right? That's freaking <laughs> I mean, weird, it's not man. Weird, but it's just, it's a considerable amount. You're going, so 29, so you're going on 30. 30 yeah. Next year's the big 30. And we're, yeah, and we're, we'll do something really cool for that. But we, but we're, and we're proud of it. And we, you know, it's, it's like the day we got married, we don't, you know, we really like each other, but it's just, Weird to think it's been that much time because it all came real fast and I don't know. It's very weird. Anyway, that's where we were. And as a result, all the games I played were kind of mobily. So, or for the most part, um, that mowing lawn game, I'm completely addicted to it. It's stupid. It's called literally just mowing lawns or whatever the hell it's called. Hold on. I just, <laughs> literally just mowing lawns. Here's what I love, Scott, is that I, I'm not doubting that the game's fun yeah i like that's fine and i understand the you know the feeling of mowing lawns you got big grass and the grass is all cut and it's fine yeah but at some point yeah you as a human being were looking at video game titles and deciding where to divide your time and you read lawn mowing (laughs) and you went yeah I have a fan. It's a fan's fault. <laughs> like before I even try it. Yeah, that's where I want to be. It's a listener's fault because he's the one that sent this to me and said, you should be playing this. You'd love this. And he's right. Uh, what I think I love about it is it's just the perfect combination of everything you do in it is short and fast and not <laughs> short, not the grass. Everything, the grass isn't short. But like, look at that little yard I got to mow. No big deal. Right, uh-huh. just a little little lawn yeah, to mow. That really needs to be mowed. That grass is as tall as the door. Yeah, oh, your it's energy pretty... chest wants something from you. And also, look at it animate. It's like blowing yeah. in the wind. It's pretty great. No, but this game looks like it's just demanding so much from you. You've got little toolboxes that are bouncing around. They're like, look at me. Oh, yeah. that was only one, and that's because I just unlocked it and forgot to click it. But it's like a open immediately kind of thing. And uh, that's the other thing. So all the cosmetics in the game are from these boxes. 
And I've got like two different or three different colors of my whole setup that make me look like a Tron mower. Like the mower looks like something out of Tron. It's really cool. Mm. And there's like uh, country ones. Like right now I've got this quilted thing going on. He's wearing a fez. I got glasses, face masks, all kinds of weird hats and all this stuff. So the game is all about unlocking that stuff. That's part of it. Part of it is the actual just chill of mowing those lawns. And then the other part is you're getting these rare animals that show up. And if you click them in time, you get a ton of coins for them or coin, not, uh, coins, gems. And if you and you're trying to get the rare ones. So there's kind of a little bit of a Pokemon thing going on. Kind of not really because you can't yeah. fight with them just or whatever. Just like but. mowing your lawn. Yeah, like mowing your lawn. And uh, uh-huh. controls are really easy. You just one hand this thing while you're bored and just flip, 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 flip. And I've had multiple like meetings with people where I had to be on a meeting call or something. And I did this while I was on the meeting and I didn't miss a beat because it's just brainless and you just play and it's cool. It's like doodling basically. Yeah. And it's called literally just mowing. That's the name. It's literally just mowing is the name of the game. (coughs) They want you to know that that's wait a minute. Is Is the literally in the title or have you just said that twice? No, it's in the title. Okay. <laughs> the title is this, and now I will stop me talking, and here's the quoted title. Uh-huh. It's quoted literally that. just mowing, quote, unquote. That's it. Say in the Peggy 18 voice. Peggy 18. I hate the Peggy yeah, let's 18. Say liter- literally just mowing. <coughs> KO. Uh, anyway, I was just, I decided to say another thing that Bo doesn't like today. Uh, but, oh, KO. But, yeah. my, KO. but my point is... Uh, uh, just really satisfying and stuff and apparently I'm not alone there are people playing this way more than me like I put it up, I put it up on Twitter and said look 160 lawns mode and I thought that was a lot and excessive and some guy puts his up and he's like well, I'm at like 780 and I haven't spent a dime and he had like 30,000 gems said at John Deere 38 <laughs> somebody somebody trying to sell actual mowers but Anyway, I'm super hooked on it, and I really like it. And it's and it's also it's one of those games where you just fire it up once a day, and r- do your first run, get you a bunch of extra gems, and then you can just not worry about it for a while. And then if you're just in a place where you're like, I got to sit and relax with the dog outside while it pees, do a quick lawn, no big deal. Um, it's kind of my favorite kind of brainless mobile game, and it, I think it's great. And the grass yeah, tech is rad. Like- the grass is cool, man. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Every once in a while, a yard is not a yard. It's a giant field and it's empty of anything except this grass you mow it and it reveals some historic cool thing or science thing like the grass is a little bit colored differently so it looks like albert einstein or here's martin luther king or here's uh you know i don't know george washington's portrait or um here's what the rocket looked like that landed on the moon the first rocket landing moon landing things like that and then it gives you a little snippet at the bottom and then you just move on no big deal and you go mow somebody else's lawn um, I like that cause it's just kind of fun, but also there's these sports spaces like a football field, a baseball diamond, a soccer field. And when you hit the ball of whatever sport it is and you hit it into a goal or knock it over one of the uprights for football or in the baseball case, just hit it out of the park. It makes yeah. like a sports sound and you hear an organ go and it's like, a crowd goes and you get nothing for it, but it's like the most like tactile, like good feeling little thing you do. It's just a great like literally way more than mowing. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Just mowing. You're mowing. And that's the bottom line of it is you're mowing. And it's kind of dystopic in a way because all you do is mow. 
all you do is mow, except when you're collecting animals or playing sports or learning about historical moon landers. <laughs> yeah, but you only or do that loot stuff. Boxes for that you, you only do that stuff by mowing. It's the only way you okay. get there. Okay. But it's called literally, literally just, just breathing. <laughs> like, okay, we can just apply this to everything. Look, you only were able to do that because you could breathe. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, You're just breathing. Yeah. Were you breathing while you played sports? Yeah, no, then I see your it's point. It's just breathing. But the sports thing is optional. It's just that they give you a lot of... There's a lot of world there you can just kind of poke around. Not really even poke around. You can't really explore. You just... You have the yards. All around in. And then a, a, a new butterfly will pop out of the grass. You click on it. It'll say... Congratulations, you found a whatever moth and 250 gems. And next time you want to buy something in the store, you can do that. And it actually makes it a lot easier to never spend a dime on the game, which I haven't yet. I haven't spent anything. Um, I know what update to No Man's Sky will get Scott playing that game every day. Is it, if, yep. You can get a lawnmower and fly to planets on the lawnmower and mow lawns in places. Yeah, maybe. I don't need another game. This is well, and now that I'm they've just mowing alien lawns today. Now that they've done it so that there's a there's a fall event, um, and they're doing all kinds of stuff for this fall event. It's got me thinking. Oh, they're going to do events. So in the winter, are we going to get like snow removal instead of freaking? It's going to be literally just drinking hot chocolate <laughs> and looking at snow covered lawns. I can't wait to clear snow out of somebody's yard. It's going to be great. Anyway, I like that game. I also played a bunch of Mecarina. Air Mecarina. Just kidding. It's not that. <laughs> uh, I can't even hear the name. I can't even hear the oh, name. Oh, that's of marketing that I would love to see. Come right up. Anyway, they uh, the <laughs> backbone. The way he did it. So <laughs> the mecha, or sorry, the backbone thing I showed you guys goes on the back of your phone, makes it into a console kind of controller and all that. Yeah, yeah, the backbone. Uh, that thing is great for shooters when they support controllers. And this is a game where you play head to head with a bunch of other people in mechs. It is riddled with gotcha crap. But the gameplay of the actual mech arena fighting is so fun with this controller that I got really hooked on that. So that game's constantly asking you if you want to spend five here, two here, three here. You want to buy that for five bucks, whatever. You don't need to do any of it. And you you have a, a, a an arsenal of mechs. They're very cool graphically, these mechs. And you go and do these like control. Uh, it's, it's like It feels like a little bit like, hey, what if... Uh, Overwatch was sort of small on this level. Like it, there's an Overwatch feeling to it, weirdly. Um, and I am owning fools in this game, like rocking it. I don't know if it's because I'm using the controller or it's just, I don't know. I'm just killing people, destroying their lives. And it feels great. I rarely lose a game. And even on a game where I do lose, I'm always MVP in every freaking game. Now you might destroying say, well, Scott. their lives faster than the gotcha <laughs> mechanics. You, <laughs> some people suggested, well, wait, sometimes those games are just bots. And I, uh, thought about that and I looked at the best I can tell it's not so it's not just cheap bots or whatever it's like you know real people um, and I've had people friend me from those games and then I've played games with them again and unless those are really advanced AI I think I you know I don't think that's it <laughs> I don't know did your friend after you added him say hey great game have you checked out the sale in the store I hear they've got a real discount on energy for your mech yeah, that never happened. I uh, so so far so good, but that would be a, probably a telltale uh, 
thing to watch out for. I'll have to be careful. But anyway, it's really fun. about the other games that the Mech Arena people made? I hear that they've got a really good one involving reptiles. Yeah, Reptile Arena. I've heard of it. Here's a link. Yeah. Check out reptilearena.com for more. Says your new friend, Sturdy Bob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good, though. Mech Arena's fun, and it... It still sounds like Macarena, but anyway, I, I like Macarena. The, this is my favorite title for a mobile game in a long time. Yeah, you like this like one? this one is good. It did. Yeah. It, it kind of is mobile game name generator. Yeah, but the fact that it kind of makes a joke about the Macarena mm, elevates it. This is solid. <laughs> Uh, the chat reminds me that I got fooled once by the PUBG mobile game. And yes, that is true. I thought I was fighting people and I was like, why am I so good at this? And found out later that the first five matches are robots. Um, That's evil, man. But that was harder to see because they are hidden and, you know, like you're sneaking around in that game. You're trying not to be noticed. So it's harder to notice that something's acting robotic. But um, yeah, I, I did get fooled by that. But anyway, I played enough of this to know that it's it seems to be fine. And it's fun. It's really competitive and their players are really good, but I love just working them and figuring out ways to take them out. And I love a game where reloading takes forever. So there's a there's like a strategic mech games are like the strategic use of heat and overheat and guns and when should you or when should you reload? Because if you reload now and you got two guys trained on you, you're gonna die. So get behind a wall, reload then. It takes like ten seconds, but it's worth it because that gun you're reloading is so awesome and I don't know. Mm. There's something about mech stuff that always draws me in, and this is this is pretty good. And again, I'm out of town. It's the perfect mobile game, so I'm just playing that. Uh, and then last night, I streamed a bunch of Surgeon Simulator 2, which uh, came out on Game Pass, also on Steam, and uh, as far as I know, consoles as well. Uh, Surgeon Simulator 1, I would... Uh, you guys have probably seen somebody play it, where you know, people's rib cages are flopping all over the place and you pull the heart out and throw it in a can and it's one arm. You got one arm and it's very awkward and all of that. It's, this is more of that. It's uh, it's co-op and yeah. it has a, uh, what do you call it, mode? Um, um, uh, the campaign mode is more like Portal than it is anything else because every setup, every scenario is like a puzzle and how you get in there, what you have to do while you're in there. The surgery is like only a part of it. Um, there's all kinds of, it's crazy. Actually, it's very, that part surprised the shit out of me. Um, and I really enjoyed my first few hours in that game. Um, I don't know how much more I'll play, but it's kind of the perfect stream game too, because everyone's just, you know, you're just being an idiot and making yeah. bad choices and whatever. But, but uh, it's fun. It's a good time. And uh, I would play more of that. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so no reason not to check hmm. it out if you're interested in such tomfoolery. And uh, what else? Oh, I reinstalled no uh, Sky. The Man Sky. Played that a bit tonight. And I will say, oh, okay, so I do. So I'll I'll just speak to this one bit because we know all about No Man's Sky. That game's great. You can come back to it anytime. They have more than made up for their mistakes. It's the greatest apology in video game history, and it just keeps giving. It's amazing. Okay, so that game's great. We've said that all a thousand times before. What I want to say new about it is this expansion or this this content drop which was free on all the platforms introduced uh colony management and what happens is and this happened right away for me on one of my saves i'm just on a planet and i whip around a corner of my ship and i see what looks like a bigger installation than you're used to seeing and it's like oh that's a lot of buildings what's this about so you you go down there and it's an alien outpost and those aliens are you know sometimes the gex sometimes the whatever the 
anus faced guys are called and then the robot people i always forget their names <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever their names the are corvax and the others then the others the, the not klingons the not klingons uh but very much the like back. klingons Anyway, they're they're okay. all there and they're running their little town or whatever, and you got to establish. Viking. Uh, yes, there you go. That's it. You have to talk talk around to diff- different people there, figure out a way for you to get in charge. Once you do that, you build like an administrative office, and you literally build it. Like you, well, by build it, I mean you have the materials. You, you know, dedicate the materials to it. It builds it. There's a little bit of timer, not much, and it builds these buildings. Then you have missions and things like oh. Well, we need this farmer to come back to town because without him, we don't have the food output we need or whatever. And so you go find him. At the end of the day, though, it kind of turns into a colony management sim, like like a city builder thing. Um, and you can run multiples of these and come visit them anytime and see how they're doing and look at their output. And they'll be making money for you. They'll be making um, mm. uh, stuff like uh, you know mining and stuff for you when you're not there. Um, it's a cool thing. It's, it's, is it required to play? No, like a lot of these updates, they're like cool things that if you're into it, great. But if not, okay, too, Mm -hmm. this is one of those, like you're not forced to do this. It's just a new way to play in that world. And it seems really well thought out. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. And they do seem like star Wars towns or a fallout settlement or something. They feel like these. You know. do you, so do you have a settlement of your own or do you just visit others? Uh, the, the, so in this case, you know, you still have all your base building things you can do for your own base building in your own town or whatever. But this, these right. are ones that you visit and run into that are already established that are crawling with it. Aliens who want to talk to you. They're all just walking around. Oh, doing I see. Okay. And then, so it'd be like, imagine in Sim City if you drove up and there was a city and you're like, oh, I wonder if I could help manage this city. It's like that. Um, okay except so it's like the, the freighter the freighter like you, you know you get a freighter and it's like yeah i'll right. take this on then you get a bunch of but it sounds like more than that yeah so. more than just those kinds of yeah. missions although there are some missions and you know it's like the the pet management of the game is similar in that you can collect the pets and you can pet them and give them love and food and that improves their opinion of mm-hmm. you and that ups their stats like they're just putting different kind of subgenres. they're jamming it into this world in a way that i think is really unique and interesting so I really like it. I don't have, I mean, I started a new game, excuse me, on my stream today, and that didn't have any colony stuff in it because I'm not that far, but hmm. on my other save, I did, and uh, it's a neat, it's a very cool thing. I like what they're doing, and it just made me want to play that game more, so I'm playing it again, <laughs> which happens to all of us, I think. All three of yeah. us end up in that game. I'll probably have to reinstall it again. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not surprised they did another update because I uninstalled it. I was like... <laughs> I, and I even thought it when I uninstalled it. I was like, hey, No Man's Sky fans, you're welcome for the update that's coming your way. And I uninstalled it. And yep. sure enough, about a week later, yep. here it is. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, they have no, you know, there's no compelling reason why they keep doing this for us. <laughs> but I love that they I do. And I'm not going to discourage it. But at some point, they're going to want money. It sounds like they like their game. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's <laughs> honestly it. I think they just at, love it. Yeah. We're at the point where, like, we get it. You made good on your stuff. And they're just like, well, we're just still going to keep updating it. Like, we got a lot of money and we just like this game. And okay. Yeah. It's just going to go until it turns into uh, Star Citizen. And uh, it's like the reverse Star Citizen. It's about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the reverse Star Citizen hasn't launched and they're working on it. And this has launched and they're working on it yeah, forever. Yeah. 
I mean, it is quite a story. It's the most, be- it's the best redemption development story I think exists. I can't think of a better example. Mm-hmm. I can't think I of can, one. But what? What? I what? Can think of one. Name it. Oh, do you and your bullshit. Final Fantasy bullshit? Okay, yes, you're probably right. Actually, that's a good one. If you know that, yeah, I mean, I know I talk about it all the time, but I, I genuinely think it's a better one, but not by much. I yeah. mean, you know, they're both kind of. I just the same think boat. it's a slightly different thing. They're, they're they're both a really earnest thing, which I really like. I like that they're like we wanted to make something. It didn't work out all right away, but we were committed to doing it right, and we did it. We got around to doing it. And we did it right. And that that's, I don't know, that's a rare thing, man. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Final Fantasy XIV is a, is a very, especially if you know the backstory, is a really yeah. good example of that. Uh, all right, that's what I played. By the way, on the yeah. Star Citizen bullshit. Yeah. Well, I had to look it up. Someone said Star <laughs> Citizen, like, and he was this... like, I need to know. How long has it been now? Like, it's ridiculous. So I, I go to the site, and it's like, I know that Squadron 42 is going to be like a single-player campaign thing, going to release soon, so I'm like, cool. On the site, I just I need to underscore this. It says, pledge now. Wasn't there already a Kickstarter? Okay, I get it. They've still been charging things. Let me click pledge now. And it says, $42 <coughs> package, Squadron 42 standalone pledge. I get it's not out yet. It's a pre-order. But here's what it, it says, $45, and what it says in green underneath is it says, in stock. It's not in stock! You haven't made it yet! <laughs> like, would it ever, would a pre-order ever be out of stock? Like, and I'm like, I look at that, and I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. Like, this is, this is bull, the people there are willing to write bullshit on their site. Uh, it doesn't reflect well It sure feels like it. All. I don't, I mean, I've never been... There are people that will defend this till the end of the day. I've had this experience in on Twitter. Stock. So hold your emails. We know that some of you are very dedicated, and I'm, you know, happy for you. I'm not saying it's a bad game, or it's just like it's just the in, it's in stock. Like I am. Most you people can, write. You can send pre-order. your to me. Uh, I, I we get it every every yeah. time I mention Star Citizen, I get angry tweets from people like it is a game. People have played it. It is a real game. Yeah, I don't mind making fun of Star Citizen people. You're all getting bilked, and uh, if you if you don't believe it, you know that's the decision you have to make and make peace with. It's not my problem. Uh, yeah. But from the outside looking in, you're all getting robbed for a thing that is uh, sorta exists. If you believe hard enough, hmm. Ziggurat in the chat says, I paid 120 bucks in 2012. Stock. See, this that reminds me how far back this goes. I paid 120 bucks in 2012. I don't mind. I can get a refund anytime, but I've wasted more on worse. I mean, I guess that's one way of looking at it, but wouldn't you really like that game by now? Like, but I, I mean, really like that it, money right now. It, it's, <laughs> no, no, but it's, the game has been receiving updates. Like, I hear news, like, the stuff keeps getting added to it. Like, I would think people would drift off if, and you would hear if it was abandoned where or, or whatever, whatever they call it when the game, like my understanding is work still being done on it. Yeah. Mainly. That'd I just be. wanted to see, is it soon? Like, has it been 10 years now? Star citizen has been a thing. Like someday I would like to purchase the retail product someday. Mm-hmm. For I'm going to find out when was star for, citizen. Well, Announced. Tell your children about Star Citizen and maybe one day when we've all left 
Yeah. Uh, our just, our I, children or their children's children can play Star Citizen when it Vaporware, releases. that's it. No, Vaporware. I just yeah. don't want to play, um, you know, I don't, I'm not big on pre-order games or early access games. It's just not my thing. Like when you release the experience, then I want, and if it's good, I want to play it. Okay, here you, you go. Know. You ready for this? Uh, game was announced 2012. Uh, that was when the Kickstarter happened. Uh, they made two million bucks on that, which isn't a lot if you think about Kickstarters these days. But anyway, um, they started pre-production two years before that, so the game was started in 2010. Uh, full production started in 2011. Kickstarter 2012. If you count 2011, we are at the 10-year mark of full production beginning, and no release date of a finished game on the on the horizon. I mean, basically what. If, if, what it feels like to me, you weren't wrong, Bo. It's like the opposite of No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky is like, let's release this thing in like kind of bad shape and missing a million things. And then we will add those things over time. These guys are saying, <clears throat> Why don't, let's add a million things and never release it until they're done. But take money yeah, ahead of time. Keep asking anyway. for money. Yeah, take money. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. It's weird. Uh, and it's not like it's a AAA studio. It's not like you're like, oh, we expect it. They have huge overhead costs just because existing costs them tons of money. He started his own like little company. Like I don't, I don't know what kind of massive bureaucracy they're working on over there. Certainly, they probably need a big work for it. It's an ambitious project. You can kind of I'm, see that from what they show. Yeah. But I'm going to go into geez. law to just specialize in how people can put their Star Citizen pre-order items in their will. Yeah, and that'll be what I specialize in. And the market's not ready yet, but I'm telling you, a couple more years of waiting for Star Citizen, and we're going to need a lot of lawyers and real up on that. So that's mm. where I'm going to be. I mean, yeah. two things will happen. This will by the time this this releases, it's so outdated that no one's interested anymore. Or it's a platform that's an investment for a platform for the future. Like it's released and it's like nobody. It's like World of Warcraft at the dawn of World of Warcraft, or like you know at Burning Crusade. No one can launch as feature rich as World of Warcraft at that point. So, like, if it's everything it's promised to be, there'll be no competitor that can make a Star Citizen clone because it is so feature rich that it is ridiculous for anyone to even try. Yeah. There will be clones, assuming, but that's like, you know, I guess the high risk deal you make with video games in general. Yeah. You know, but. Well, here's the other so, thing, a little anyway. note I just found. As of 2018, and I'm sure there, there's probably more now, but there were, on record, uh, U.S. Federal Trade Commission complaints, 129 of them, concerning this game specifically, which is high for a single product that's not even like literally released yet. Um, there are, let's see, there was a lawsuit with Crytek. I don't know, that had something to do with the engine. Um, and then they're, Oh, I remember hearing about that. That probably delayed development because I think they switched engines. I remember hearing about yeah, that. Yeah, there was some, some deal like that. And then, uh, there was a case, oh, a small claims case that was initiated by a backer in 2018 for a refund of 4,496 bucks. And it became a bigger problem and a big mess for everybody. Anyway, I don't know. It, to me, the, the whole thing is like, I don't think it takes 10 years to do this. <laughs> I, not with the 300 million or whatever it is they got for it. Like this should be a game that's on my hard drive and especially if it's good. Um, that's the toxic work environment and what we're paying for is not the development, but for out of court settlement. Cases. Yeah. It sort of feels like <laughs> as cynical as that is, but you know, and I'm, there's I'm stuff that happens behind the scenes too, that, you know, gets hidden from public. So. And I'm just for the fun it's of big, it, watching a, a gameplay video mm-hmm. here. And I just saw the glitchiest thing ever. Like, I don't want to, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, here, watch this chat. Look at this guy. 
Hold on, let me move this over here. All right, he's going to fight this dude. So he goes in here to shoot him. Oh. oh, wait, that gun's wiggling. Hold on, that's not it. Okay, here it is. All right, so he's got this big this big hulking dude to fight. I don't know if it's like a space marine or what. He's coming out behind these boxes. There he is. Okay, shoots him, dead. Falls down. Now watch what that guy is. Whoa. Like, what the what the, what the, what the frick? The way. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Those I mean, crates are magnetic, Scott. That's just a feature. This was just put up magnetic. on the first... The first, you guys, it's like <laughs> yesterday. Like, yeah, Doom doesn't exist, and the awesome first-person shooter experience without glitches. Like they're like showing this off as like a hey guys, check out our sweet game. <laughs> it I has mean, bug mechanics. I just love. I would be yeah. if if Star Citizen came out and was awesome. I would be first in line to buy that game. Like yeah, of course, just to just to be clear on my stance on it, I just at this stage everything i've seen looks broken and bad and it's been so long that i just feel bad i mean you literally just named somebody that was suing over the four thousand dollars he had put into the game that isn't out and doesn't seem to be coming out anytime soon yeah it's weird it's just sad it's just it's just unfortunate to me just remains one of the great mysteries of video games um all right let's talk about john's playthrough you're done now or are you close on final fantasy 2 very close. I was thinking about streaming earlier today. By all accounts, I got one more dungeon before I uh, beat my second Final Fantasy ever, which is the second Final Fantasy ever. And that game is weird. Uh, but it's it's cool. Like, it, it remains a very strange thing. Like, so far, and granted, I've only played one and two, and I, I've played a bunch of other Final Fantasies, but uh, the thing that I've continued to take away from two as I played it is that it's kind of the Final Fantasy I wish they'd remake. Like, it has a decent story, not groundbreaking, but, like, it has a decent enough story for, like, framing around. Um, And it has mechanics in it that just don't quite work, but are interesting ideas. So when I played through the first game, I kind of found this rhythm of, like, okay, well, I have found a healing staff I can use an infinite amount of times. And so I'll just have somebody use it every single round and just keep everybody topped off and we'll have two people attack, one person heal, one person cast magic and just put on auto attack and just play Let the game just play itself. And I found that strategy pretty early and it worked through most of the thing. You can see how developers might look at that and go, well, we want to do something to incentivize people to actually use their magic, use their skills and, and really build this up. And so they put in this system where if you use the magic, it gets better. If you attack with a sword, your strength goes up, your ability with a sword goes up, you know, to encourage you to change it up and to do new things. The problem is, is it's actually really, really hard to keep up all your skills while you're trying to balance this out, which means you either do a ton of grinding to try and level it up or you completely ignore it. You make everybody good with melee weapons you get the weapons that can cheese uh, monsters that are strong against physical, and you go. Like, right now I have a blood sword that deals percentile damage. So, no matter what, as long as my party can stay alive, I will kill whatever I face with just a sword, guaranteed. And, like, it, it's just sort of these weird, like, workaround mechanics to the to the idea that they had. Um... But it's an interesting concept that I think could be fleshed out into something that's really cool. Uh, again, this is kind of the first time that the story was interesting, because the the Final Fantasy 1 story very much was, 
hey, go kill chaos. What is that? I don't know. Just go kill it. Just do what you yeah. just do what you want. Get chaos. Yeah. Kill chaos. Um, yeah, go go get it. Just you gotta kill. you gotta do it. This one has an empire, and you gotta rebel against them. And it's uh, you know about this army. It's very Star Wars. You know, we're rebelling against the empire. We gotta overthrow them. And there's I'm a here lot to of kill chaos. Down. Sorry, here to kill yeah, chaos. Yeah, get that chaos. Yep. Um. So there's kind of this revolving fourth character. So at the beginning, you name your four characters like you do in one. And we had a character named Scott who disappeared very early on. Um, Great. And he only just now, right in time for the last dungeon, Scott's back. And Oh, wow. uh, It's it's. It's interesting. Like I throughout the entire thing, that's just my been my big takeaway is like, wow, what a cool idea. It does such a bad job with it, but what a cool idea. But what a cool concept. And yeah. uh it's not gonna be my favorite Final Fantasy, but it's just it had a lot of it had a lot of neat neat kind of moments. Uh also I danced with Bo in the game. So oh that my was, lord. That was an exciting moment. Oh, yeah, man. we went to uh we went to a party and uh Bo and I had a little dance together. Which was nice because yeah, I'm a girl character. In yeah, <laughs> yeah. So therefore, uh, yeah, that's what the chat voted. Not on. since BlizzCon have you guys had a chance to dance like this. So yeah, yeah. that's true. true. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting experience. I'm very excited to go to Final Fantasy three though. Oh, I, I will yeah. say that. Time um, to move on. Knowing that that goes a little more traditional. Is Final uh, Fantasy three a NES entry or a SNES entry? Uh, it's a. Uh, it was. On the uh, on the original Nintendo uh, in Japan only, it I think the first mm-hmm. time it came out here was on the Nintendo DS. If you weren't playing the Japanese version of the game, um, I believe that's the case. So this is going to be interesting because that's the place I played it. So it'll be my first time seeing it in a in a pixel sense ever, because uh, all I ever played was the 3D polygon version that came out on the DS. Were four, five, so. and six all SNES games? Uh, I don't remember. I think six was the first SNES game. Maybe. Oh, oh, geez. Okay. I think that might be the case. I don't remember for sure. Um, Yeah, it might be because at least in North America, three was the first SNES one. Oh, two was the first SNES one, wasn't it? Four through six or SNES is what chat's saying. Okay, good. Okay. We're gonna see. We're gonna see a bumping quality coming up. Okay, um, but the game still looks and looks really great. The auto battle feature is uh, heavenly, especially in two because because the way you level up skills is using them. They had the probably smart decision to crank up the amount of automatic battles you encounter to an insane level. You cannot go five steps without getting into a fight in this game. And if I couldn't speed through them, I would probably lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, it is extremely frequent. And oh, if you um, like that, let me tell you about a game called Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. Yeah. With an autoplay feature. Oh, man. He did take the deal. He's just working it in naturally. Yeah. He's really good at this. That's yeah, native advertising. Yeah. He's like, hold on. If you like Final Fantasy, you're going to really enjoy. You know what I enjoy when I'm playing Raid Shadow Legends is a Coke Zero. Yeah. <laughs> no. Sugar. It's real great. 
and has a nice bright red label. Yeah. I'm really mad now, and it's not for the reason you think. It's right. because I've collected zero advertising dollars, and I didn't say I was opposed to it. Oh, uh, we're not collecting dollars. We're, we're getting paid in in-game currency, yeah, too. Oh, yeah. man, I'm playing the wrong games. Yeah. Since you don't play, you don't, you don't need it, so we took yours. Well, okay. remind so remind people, though, as this continues, where this sounds like a fun uh, you know, series to watch. So where are you doing it? Just on Twitch, I guess, right? Yeah, I'm doing it on Twitch. I'm also uploading it to my YouTube, so you can find that at uh, twitch.tv slash John underscore Jagger. I keep a playlist that's just the gameplay for uh, all of those, and I'm also loading it up to my YouTube, which is, I don't know if it's John underscore Jagger there, but I don't know. Search for me. You'll find me. You'll find I got, it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the YouTube. And I heard, I heard um, rumor that you're playing 14 with Kyle's. Is true? I am. Kyle yeah. uh, decided to jump back into Final Fantasy 14. He convinced me to transfer servers, sort of. I didn't... Here's the thing. I didn't exactly decide to transfer servers. I decided to see how much it cost to transfer servers. Yeah. And it turns out, because that cost was nothing, when I was clicking through Next to find out what the cost was, they said, all right, your application's submitted. And because they never collected any money, I was like... Oh wait, no! <laughs> My character was transferred to another server. Oh crap! So they, they probably wanted you off a high pop server, right? Cactor is the Asmund Gold server, so it's probably yeah. crammed to the gills with. Yeah, actually, our entire data center is full at the moment. Yeah. This was this was something they announced not too long ago. You actually couldn't make not just our server, but our entire data center. You couldn't make new characters on it at all. They just shut it down. And so uh, I think they do want people off of there. So just checking to see what uh, the situation was on this other realm. Uh, yeah, they transferred me over. But the nice thing is I was able to run a dungeon with Kyle. He was, it turns out where he stopped in the game was right at a like, go do a dungeon. And so he's brand new back. He's playing a tank class. And he was like, I don't know how confident I'm feeling going into a dungeon. So we set it up to where I was on my level 50, and we would just queue under the uh, under-level requirements. And so I got to go in as a 50, and he got to go in at his level. And we just basically two-manned the whole dungeon and uh, having a good time in there. There's actually a really weird event, especially when you frame it from kind of the stuff that's happening at Blizzard. Um, there's an event going right now where you meet the director and the producer of the game. Mm. And I, like, not in a disguised way. He literally comes out and says who he is and thanks you for playing the game and thanks you for giving them another chance and making the game great and talks about the hardship because it's the, uh, I believe it's the 10-year anniversary of A Realm Reborn or maybe it's the 8-year. But whatever it is, uh, it's the anniversary of A Realm Reborn coming out. So they they recognize that in an in-game event. Um, and you get to meet the guy who, uh, is the director of the game and he comes out and thanks you for playing and, uh, is like, yeah, we had some hardships, but we keep going. And then basically says like, Hey, we're working really hard on the future. You've got a crazy adventure ahead of you. Keep on going. And that's it. And 
it's silly, but I really liked it. Like it was really touching and really nice. And I really appreciated it. Yeah. Those guys are, they seem really genuine about that stuff. I really, I really respect that about them. Would you, would you want to see who's the game director for WoW right now? Ian has a Ian has a cost. He came game. out. Yeah. If he came out. Like, no, cause he'd Ian come out and he'd tell me why I'm having fun when I'm not. He'd be like, well, oh, you know, yeah. But, but I mean, citizen aside, wouldn't it be like a little immersion break? I don't know. It's, it's fine. Final fantasy. It's fine because it's wacky. It's wacky. Everything's like wacky. It's yeah. Just, it's all wacky by design. So well, doom, I, I, I little, wacky. I hear a little bit. And I'm like, Oh, I like Ian. I, I think Ian, Ian being more personable with people would never hurt. But um, I don't know. That WoW's in such a weird. WoW needs a redemption moment without all this Blizzard other stuff. Like WoW, I'm just trying like to WoW gauge. Yeah, thing. without getting into the depths of the WoW, I'm just trying to gauge like what, what is it about Final Fantasy that makes this appealing? I think like any other here's, game would be here's like, the thing. I, here's where I think it's different. I think that, well, for one, in the context of the game, it is listed as a vision as they, the game even acknowledges, did what just happened actually happen? Is it something beyond your understanding? Like, they give you a plausible deniability for your character to go, maybe I didn't meet the guy who created this video game that is my life. Mm-hmm. But I, honestly, one of the things that I think Final Fantasy is really exceptional at is walking that line of telling a a really compelling story for the story that it's telling, but not being afraid to go to stupid other places for its side content. I mean, in that game, I have piloted a mech to fight kaijus. Uh, I have uh, chased chickens around in a giant chicken costume. I have solved mysteries with a man who tried to stop the moon from falling by using a rocket spear to blast himself up to it. Uh, which is just... Honestly, I can't even begin to tell you how ridiculous that quest is. I had somebody send me... They said, John, you need to do the Manderville quests, and you need to uh, tell Scott the entire story because it's right up his alley. And it kind of is. It's really stupid stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. And it's very anime um it has a lot of really great moments involving chickens being painted green and a stupid detective that can't figure out what's going on despite it being obvious right in front of his face uh the point is the game doesn't mind getting wacky the game doesn't mind breaking its genre every now and then the game doesn't mind acknowledging that it's a game here and there and i think because they've made that the norm when they do things like that it doesn't seem that crazy. WoW does have immersion-breaking moments in it, but by and large, they play it serious enough to where it would be a little jarring if all of a sudden Ian Hezekostas came walking up and was like, Hi, I'm Ian. I'm making this video game. And, uh, you know, I just want to tell you, thank you for playing it. But I think if it was done earnestly enough, I could appreciate that too. Because honestly, at this stage in WoW, uh, I don't feel like I hear enough from them, so it it might be welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't. Those guys are in a weird place mm-hmm. right now. They I say can tell thank you, you at BlizzCon, which I guess we assume everyone watches. Sure. And like nobody's not as many people are watching Final Fantasy Con or, or Square Enix. Their their recent thing did pretty good though. That had a lot of a lot of interest. I the other thing too is keep this in mind. Like they're having their little boost, but so is everybody. I'm hearing from like lifelong fans well not lifelong but fans since it launched of 
of Guild Wars 2, ESO, other MMOs out there. I've been like old school RuneScape and their servers are filling up because either people are leaving Blizzard for the Blizzard reasons or they're just like, I need a break from WoW or whatever the reasons are. But these all these other MMOs are having a moment right now. And mm-hmm. it's not limited just to Final Fantasy, although I think that's the that's the one that gets all the press. But um, you know, I can tell you, I'm seeing full I'm seeing full cities in uh, Guild Wars Two, which you know shocked me a little. It's like, whoa, what's going on in here? Everyone's, I think it's cool. Yeah. I like that people are trying other MMOs. It kind of it feels like the genre has become more interesting all of a sudden mm-hmm. when WoW stopped dominating the conversation. Yeah, and all there's of a sudden it a, was yeah. like, oh, maybe MMOs are something we want to talk about. It was like it was such a known quantity because we all knew what WoW was. We all know what a WoW expansion is. We all know what WoW content is. That really the only nuance you were getting out of the discussion was what kind of character is Sylvanas going to be this week. And like that was the interesting topic that now with that out of the way it's like well what cool things does elder scrolls online do what does guild wars 2 do oh that game's still doing really well i remember that combat system that was awesome you know i i just all of a sudden the conversation's gotten way more diverse and interesting and uh, And you also you also find out the stuff they're doing now that they did under the under the radar because we didn't hear about it like all kinds of systems and new stuff that just happened for those communities and was great for them but because you're under that giant shadow, you just didn't hear about them. And now I'm like, oh, they're doing this in here. This is cool. Like how they handle mounts in Guild Wars 2 is insane and rad and nothing like other MMOs. And I, I just, it's been fun to, you know, to, to re-experience some of that, but also see what they were doing when nobody was looking. Because <laughs> that's kind of, you know, outside of the release window, that's how it's been. Everyone, all eyes on wow and everything else comes and goes. And there's a little bit of splash at the beginning, but then you don't hear about it. And now that you can kind of look under the hood, you're like, Oh wait, there's all kinds of shit in here. And a lot of it is way beyond what wow is doing. So yeah, here's the crazy thing. I don't think that it's necessarily a, an indication that it's good times ahead. And I don't think it's going to be the savior of the game, but looking at the stuff coming out of the wow team for 9.1.5, is the most interested and interesting WoW's been in a while, too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of that, you know, the rising tide lifts all ships. Like, here we are. Like, I'm more interested in what other MMOs are doing than I've ever been, and I'm also starting to be more interested in WoW than I've been in a little bit. Yeah, uh, Not there yet, but they're working on it. And the yeah. fact that they're working on it and talking to people and making changes that I was saying this game needed for years in some cases like is really an interesting thing so yep, it's nice i agree um all right moving on to oh you downloaded that mist that's also on game pass you know the old mist game re redone in 3d and this isn't the first time but this is the most recent and it's also isn't it it's a it's the vr version just tweaked for non-vr right i think uh, I think I think you can do VR with it. I don't okay. think it. I don't know if it's actually considered like the VR version, but yeah, because there's because uh, there's versions for like the the quest and stuff that are very similar, if not almost the same. And so I wonder if this is just like a, hey, you can do it in VR if you have VR or not if you don't sort of deal. 
Well, I mentioned last week that they replaced it all. They replaced all the full motion video with uh, 3D models. Oh yeah, your and favorite. And I didn't thing. like it. And yeah. modders have already undone that because apparently I was not alone. <laughs> so apparently somebody has already gone in and found a way to correct that little mistake <laughs> on the development side. But um, yeah, I so I am about to beat the game, um, and it it's funny because I only played it. I was like, yeah. Can I stream this? Let me pull it up. I just want to see it. I want to be able to talk about it on core. Let me just look at it. And I had planned to stream the entire game because I I know it well enough to where I I think I could do an entertaining miss stream, not one where I'm going to just sit there and scratch my head for a while. Um, And then I got so into it, I am about to beat the last age of the game (laughs) uh, and and just beat the whole thing. So... Uh, it's still really cool. Um, you know, I having gone through pretty much all of it now, I can say, you know, this, I don't know if it's the most definitive version of the game. Like anything, when you do an update, there are little details that you become attached to that, you know, kind of disappear a little bit. Uh, obviously the full motion video being one of those examples, but, uh, you know, it's hard to get missed to run on a modern PC. Yeah. Um, so it's a really nice way to get to explore that world and play a game like that again. And um, it's been really fun to revisit. Would you would you say, I mean, it, it seems obvious to me, but maybe it isn't. But it seems like it would be easy to say about this. If they could have done what they can do today, back then, this is what they would have made. Like this, the, no, they, they weren't out to make... Uh, you know, a slideshow, a uh, point and click adventure. That's right. just the best you could do then. <laughs> they would, if they could have this kind of fidelity, this level of 3d and lighting and texture mapping and, you know, all this stuff, of course, this is what they would have made if they could yeah, have made it. Absolutely. Yeah. They so. might've still done the full motion video. They strike me as people that would have thought that was neat. Cause I think they, didn't they also make that abduction game? They did. Yeah. And they put full motion video in that one as well. And that <laughs> yeah. is a more modern game. So I still think they would have agreed with me that full motion video <laughs> needed to be in there. Yeah, they never um, quite let that go. That new game had tons of that in it. And I remember thinking when I played it, what are you guys doing? It's not 1994 in here. What are we doing? But there was. No, they have to do that. It's so much better. Because here's the problem. So one of the big conceits in Mist, just to give you a quick idea of the story, is you you go to this island. You're trying to figure out what happened. You meet two brothers that are trapped in books. And they're trying to convince you to bring them all the missing pages of their book because it's going to let them out. And the more pages you put in, the more they can communicate to you. So at the beginning, it's very staticky and it's very, you know, garbled. Um, but then as you put more pages in, you can talk to them more and you're trying to figure out which brother's good and which brother's evil. But the, the thing is, is with the 3d models, they haven't gone like all in with facial animation. So you're just kind of watching a, a mouth go, you got to bring me the pages, bring us the pages. And it's the same audio. So it's hammy audio. Cause they were just hiring people to go in and, and doof it up in there. But the 3D models don't have any of the nuance of the performance. You need that guy that's just like in there hamming it up. That's just like, who are you? Ah, I can't see you. (laughs) And just like, you need that. So I I stand by. It's not a great change. You should get the mod, put it back in. Yeah, it's more. It sounds like the mod works great. So do that. Yeah, do that. 
I'm surprised they didn't actually try to do that anyway, but whatever. Shows what I know. Oh, that's a cool little underground thing that used to look stupid on 2D. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing. A lot of this stuff, when you can see it in full 3D, they've done a really, like, they haven't been afraid to change the look of things in this one. So in a lot of them, uh, in some of the, like, the real mist and stuff like that, where they 3D-ified it. Yeah. It was like they were afraid to change the art at all right. and to, to make it something different. So a lot of times you got this very flat image from what Original Mist was placed on top of a 3D shape. In this, they're not afraid to kind of change it a little bit and go, okay, well, let's think about what this would actually be if this were a real world and let's repurpose it to look and work that way. Mm. And so they've been a little more willing to tweak things a bit here and there. And I think by and large, it's been to the benefit of the game across the board. Nice. Well, I really like watching video. I'm going to have to play it. It's on game pass and other everywhere else. So if you want to play mist and you're feeling nostalgic, now's your time. Uh, Bo. Hi. You've, you and Hades are having a, a moment together again, big time. Yeah, I've just been playing a lot of Hades this week. Yeah. So, do you remember when you thought you were done, but now you're not? What? What? Well, what? I, I wasn't done with it. I guess I'd moved on to other things, you know, that got interesting. But when I picked it back up again, I realized I, I didn't finish. Mm. <laughs> I was I hadn't actually finished the game. So when I picked it back up, I'm like, oh, I want to push difficulty levels on heat. So I'm like leveling up my weapons. Like I'm on average somewhere. My weapons are somewhere between four and thirteen on heat level, um, and yeah, I keep trying incrementally harder difficulties, unlocking stuff, closing out achievements. I'm pretty much going to one hundred percent achievements, one hundred percent the book. Man, and 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 at the same time, I'm pushing heat level while fulfilling those things and just getting. But I mean, I don't know when I'm going to stop, but I'm. I've played every night this week. I played some Disco Elysium on the weekend and maybe like an hour or two of Sea of Thieves, but it's been mostly Hades runs. So, Oh, that was the other thing and I was going to crack open. Maybe I'll do it sometime this weekend. I want to play Sea of Thieves. Everyone I'm talking to loves it now. Got to get in there. Just give it a shot. You know? uh, well, you know, if you ever want to play uh, either one of you, I mean, we usually play as three, but sometimes there's two spots. Like, you know, it's it's a quick like... Do you want to play tonight? And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like you just fill a slot in a boat. It's not like a campaign, you know, in Divinity when you when like we weren't able to play as much. It's like, oh, we have a you know character we're floating or whatever. If you're not there, you're not there. Who cares? Like progression's not tied at all to playing together. So it's 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 like Deep Rock Galactic. Like, do you want to play? Oh yeah, we did play. So the other if you that's the other thing. And it is the more players you play with, the better experience it is. It's yeah. not a single player game. You you need some people to barf on you while you play. So. <laughs> Well, may we all find people to barf on us while we play. Uh, that's really my hope and dream. And that is going to do it for today's show. Uh, uh, send your emails to us, you guys. Send your emails. Talk to the core at gmail.com and uh, follow us on Twitter. Bo Schwartz, Scott Johnson, John underscore Jagger and core pod. Uh, before I forget, uh, I wanted to just put a quick thanks out because I know there's a lot of sort of, you know, Blizzard related community out there that listens to the show. And a bunch of you contributed to the uh, three-way um, charity split that we did with the Broken Hearthstone art. And we ended up getting somewhere. We're still tallying, but we're somewhere like in the eight to ten grand range of donations. Wow. Yeah, it was really great. And oh, uh, you all got cool t-shirts and stuff for it and all that, which is great. Um, but what was really cool is when they got to choose what charity they wanted to send it to, they got to choose from one of the three. So either Black Girls uh, Code, Coding. I don't have it in front of me. Dang it. I always forget. Is it Black Girls Code? Dot com, I think. Anyway, 
Uh, the other one was Rain, and then the mm. uh, WTIG. All three of those groups got almost exactly the same third as each other. Um, wow. But naturally, just because people chose them in that way, I didn't do any of it. So anyway, it was really cool, and I and I really appreciate you guys doing really great work for those amazing women's charities, and it's going to go a long way to help uh, some people. So. Uh, that'll be going out. I'm very excited to write those checks. We're just getting all our getting all our T's crossed and our I's dotted. To make sure we're accounting everything right uh, before we send that over to them. But uh, very cool of you all to do that. And that just ended. And I wanted to make sure to put a formal thanks out on the show. That is going to do it for us. If you'd like more, find us over at frogpants.com/core. And if you want to support what we do here, we'd love that. It keeps the lights on, and it's at patreon.com/core show. Bonus content every week cool stuff in the mail it's an amazing program <laughs> so go to like my dad it's a program go check it out uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash core show uh, i think it's gonna do it if you ever want to be here live by the way we do this uh, mostly on thursday nights today's friday but usually thursday at 5 p.m mountain time right here at frogpants.tv or twitch.tv slash frogpants either one will get you there before we go john any final words of wisdom uh oh man i wasn't prepared i know that's how this goes um i was i was out i was spacing out uh okay here's a sentimental one appreciate people oh you don't know how long you'll have oh that's good i like that that's very appropriate as well very nice bo uh no pressure what's yours in the name of hades (laughs) yeah that's I it. don't know if that's advice, but that's the, that's the line that, okay. that I'm saying. No, I like it. It's good advice. In the name of Hades, uh, thank you all for watching, for listening, for hanging with us. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I didn't forget. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.